Well, come back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Michelle Trachenberg. Ooh, we. I, okay. I will just be Harriet the Spy because I really fucking love that movie. And this is the read. It is indeed. I was thinking like Gossip Girl era Michelle Trachenberg, which. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Oh, yes. Georgina Sparks was the one. Uh, I never watched that show. I don't blame you. And I like want to go back. Like, like when I thought about this earlier, I don't even know why Michelle Trachenberg came to my mind. But I thought about it and I just thought like I, I immediately went to how like strikingly pretty she was on that show. Um, dark hair is really a thing on her face. And um, I was like, oh, I should go back and like binge Gossip Girl. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or where it might be available, but I loved it when it aired. And then I was like, mm -hmm. at the same time, that was a show that was so marred with like the trends at the time because you're following young, wealthy socialites in Upper East Side. So everything for them was about what they were wearing yeah. and texting <laughs> and social media <laughs> and all of that. But like, you're, you're also then dealing with phones and fashion and all of that shit from like 2009. So, right. like, I know it's going to be cringe in some of the ways when I go back and watch it. Because, like, at the time, it was modern. And, oh, I can't even afford that phone. And now I'm going to oh, go back yeah, and watch it and be like, <laughs> I have not seen a sidekick 2 in <laughs> a month of Sundays. And I didn't miss it. That bitch was uh, flexing with her pink razor. <laughs> I couldn't tell her nothing. <laughs> Only ruined by Blake Lively and her terrible acting. Oh, damn. Ugh, horrible. Horrible. Oh. Terrible. Worst well, part right. of the show. All right, guys. So let's talk about some black excellence this week. First of all, let me say, I went to Because of Them We Can to find some potential black excellence for this week. And um, on the main page, I was like scrolling down and very easily saw a picture of me and you. And I jumped. What? <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, that, that would have freaked me right out. Like, oh, what are we doing? It absolutely did. I jumped out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that to me. I was like, oh, what? Because <laughs> I look at this website all of the time, at least once, twice a week. So I would have thought, y'all doing too much with these targeted ads now, Google. Leave me alone. I would have thought that was like a Google thing, 100%. <laughs> But we have a comedy album that we're working on, and so that was what that was. Oh, about. right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I also was like, "What the fuck are we doing on here?" <laughs> I really sat here and thought about it too. Like, nigga, for what? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You guys were very uh, nice in the thing I read, so I appreciate that. Um, but no, we are not the goddamn black Council. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. What? This is for excellent people. So this week, we're talking about Brandy and Brittany Jackson. These twin sisters are from Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. Lots Fun. and lots of love out there. Um, mm -hmm. I hope you made it through winter. Um, they're twin sisters that are also both doctors. Um, and they are <laughs> the first doctors in their family, first twin doctors in their family, something to that effect. They were on Ellen. I heard that they, you know, um, the chief white gay gave them uh, money to pay off their student loans. They oh. live for Ellen. 
cleared that. Um, okay. But they have not only made it as twin doctors, uh, but also are putting in the work to uh, uplift and motivate other black and brown people in the medical field. Um, so they both graduated from, get this, Twinsburg High School. Leave me alone. That's so cute. <laughs> I was like, what kind of Disney Channel shit? Are you ki- there are twins that are doctors that went to a high school called Twinsburg? All this is missing is like Brenda Song or Hillary yep. Duff or somebody. Um, but yeah, they graduated from that high school as salutatorians. You know, that's close enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, Brandy went to Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Her sister Brittany went to University of Michigan Medical School. And now they are both doctors. Mm-hmm. And they were inspired by the doctors that they saw growing up. Um, which one is... Okay, Brandy is a psychiatrist. I think she's the younger twin, which... Okay. I love that twins, like, know who's younger and older, like... And be holding on to that shit, too. Like, I'm 90 seconds older than you, bitch, and don't forget it. It is the length of a Rico Nasty song in between y'all <laughs> niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and they hold on to oldest young. They do. They really do. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brandy's a psychiatrist, which if you listen to this podcast, we love that around here. And Brittany is a family medicine doctor. And I saw this interview that they did on The Jam where she said, as we call it, family medicine. She said, from the cradle to the grave. That's what that means. Oh. <laughs> Oh, like the whole family from the... Okay. (laughs) Not me also. Just I just thought family medicine was like, you know, just general doctor. Just I'm just a regular doctor. I mean, it is. But like, (laughs) I've heard this, the phrase cradle to the grave a million times in my life and never thought about what it meant. And I watched this interview where she said, yeah, like we start, you know, the cradle to the grave is what we say because... Literally from you need to get your first couple of shots or whatever till, you know, your sciatica or knee pain or whatever. Like, they've got you covered. Till you need a new hip. Yeah, they got you. From the rooter to the tutor. That's nice. But their online platform is called Med Like Me. MedLikeMe.com is basically a platform for minority doctors to link up, discuss, uh, ask questions and just basically they wanted to provide the sort of support and upliftment that black and brown doctors uh, need to sort of survive in the field because there aren't very many of them, especially black women in the field. Um, and so I'm a big fan of that, especially as uh, a still relatively young black man. And I wish all of my damn doctors were black and women if I can have it. just being honest (laughs) and like I don't know about many other places but like I feel like my experience going to the doctor like any kind of doctor whether it's a family medicine you know primary care dentist whatever I feel like the doctors in this city are so overworked that a lot of the time is (laughs) like they are trying it's like they're trying to give you 
like an adequate amount of care while also being like, girl, I need you to get the fuck out of here. Because I have like right. you have eight 80 and a half minutes. other fucking patients <laughs> because- to see in the next 30 right. minutes. Right. So, so it's like every time I go to the doctor for whatever it may be, whether it's just a checkup or like I really have questions, I kind of feel like their attention is not all the way there. Um, and it's I feel like mostly with doctors that are not like me. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. I just yeah. assume maybe that if I had like a black lady doctor, maybe she would like... I don't know. I just feel like I have way more, way better luck with black women in the medical field. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, black practitioners, period. But yes. yeah, I feel the same way. I, yeah. And I I love this. It looks like they have a podcast, too. And they have. Oh, lovely. The, the Med Like Me is also like an Instagram account and probably a Twitter account, too. And so they just post, you know, all this different stuff that they're doing. And I love it. Like, we definitely need all the black doctors and yes. other health practitioners that we can possibly get so. lawyers engineers um <laughs> i don't i couldn't think of any other occupation all of the things <laughs> those are the only representation two jobs you can think matters, of. <laughs> right. well that's because i say police anyway so <laughs> that's the one we don't need <laughs> Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so let's move on into our uh, pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops. Uh, Eve's paints, Laurel. Wow. Look at you. At you. Just please, child. I mean, just happier than a flying shit. Look at you. <laughs> I am back, bitch. So. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes, I've jotted down a few for the coming weeks. Really, really proud of you. All right. So let's start with an update. I believe it was last week that we talked about Tyrese and his new girlfriend. Okay. And no, I'm going to shaving oh, her oh. vagina on Instagram stories. Well, many of the girls on the World Wide Web had similar reactions to us on the program. <laughs> and so, Tyrese's girlfriend, Zeely Timothy, posted the following uh, response on her IG stories. She said, wait. Let me get this straight, ellipses. Oh, no. It's about to be fucked up. I'm supposed to seek validation with my life from y'all MFs? I don't know. Okay, got it. With, like, a half dozen, maybe a full dozen crying emojis. Who said that? Who said you were supposed to seek validation from niggas on the internet? I guess, like, that was her response to everybody having an opinion about her choices, their choices. Nobody said you should care. <laughs> Why would you make that assumption? Y'all just be talking to talk. I love when the girls, like, get a response or reaction that they weren't craving. And then their response is, I'm not looking for validation from you bitches anyway. <laughs> yes, you are, hun. I'm here to let you know. That's exactly what you're doing. See... <sighs> The thing about it is, you might not think that you're seeking validation because, I don't know, like, let's say you were doing one of the many regular, regular, normal, everyday things that people do on Instagram. Posting videos, photographs of your baby, what you're eating Cooking, for breakfast, lunch, yeah, or whatever that outfits, day. Outfits. Yep. You know, the your section at the club. Like, you're posting, like, everyday shit. And the girls have their comments, right? If most of those comments or all of those comments are positive, you say nothing. But when the girls have, like, comments, criticism and stuff, it turns into, well, I'm not seeking validation anyway. Yes, the fuck you were. If everybody were like, yes, girl, I too ask for my man to, you know, whisk away the hairs from my pum, then you wouldn't have it, like... <laughs> 
you wouldn't say anything about validation oh, because you, you would have yeah. gotten it. You see what I'm saying? If I were to be I like, do. all right, for today for breakfast, I'm having some avocado toast and like all 30 or whatever of my responses are like, yes, bitch, love avocado, love toast. Yes, breakfast of champions. Like if all of that was that, I wouldn't say nothing about validation. It wouldn't even come to my mind because I got it. Versus... If I were to post that and everybody would be like, oh, bitch, disgusting. Who the fuck are you, Carrie Bradshaw? Who eats avocado toast? Then I'm like, oh, well, I wasn't seeking validation from you anyway. Bitch, that's the fuck you were. You just didn't receive it. And so now it's like I see. highlighted in your mind that the girls were like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know how old this girl is or like what the inspiration behind this was. <laughs> But this is why I asked Lord. how many of y'all are having your significant other Yeah, we're not you doing know, that. do your lower landscaping. No, nope, most and of us are not. I think I got one response that I saw anyway that was like, Oh yeah, me and my nigga used to do that a lot. It was like a an unintentional bonding exercise or some shit. And I was like, Okay, cool. But did you put it on Facebook? Nope. Because why would you do that? There it is. Because why would you do that? <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Like, when you when when you say, so let me get this straight. I'm supposed to care about blah, blah, blah. Seek validation. That, yeah. yeah, I'm supposed to be seeking validation from you niggas. It's like, I don't understand how you got there when nobody said that you were supposed to care about what people on the internet think. Yeah. Was that your assumption that you were supposed to care? Like, why are you bringing that to us as if yeah. anybody said that? Like, that was never the conversation. But also, like, you are bringing up right now, like, bitch, y'all are the ones who posted a video yeah. of him doing this. You yeah. could have just done it and not included us in it, and yeah. nobody would have had anything to say about it at all. You act like you fucking Beyonce, Britney Spears or something, and paparazzi is just hanging out side of your house waiting to see what you and your pussy are gonna do that day Never. we don't care you invited us yeah. <laughs> and they're mad that we got something to say about it if God you weren't damn. seeking validation if you weren't seeking validation what were you seeking never would have posted it never would have posted it if what you were you seeking? seeking validation what was the point what were we supposed to like do you not understand that we have questions miss zealy miss zealy right what you, unprovoked, shared with us video footage of Jody <laughs> waxing your box. And we wanted to know why. And this turned into, oh, I'm supposed to seek validation. You're not supposed to do anything, girl. Well, well, didn't say You know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> but... I just, I right. love it when people do weird shit on the internet and people are like, hey girl, that's weird. And it's like, oh well, bitch, I wasn't asking you. <coughs> so then why is it here? Like you would have and never. Like, if you This have, isn't just your bowl of oatmeal or something. Like this was some right. deeply uh, different behavior and you knew that. So it was either validation or attention that you was looking for or both. It's like if you would have gone out and bought a Tesla Model X, Matt Beige, and then posted it on Instagram. And the girls were like, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or matter of fact, fuck that. Everybody lives. Let's say all of your commenters live. You wouldn't think, 
I don't give a fuck what y'all bitches think. I'm not seeking validation <laughs> from y'all. I like the car. That's not at all your mindset. You want right. for people to be like, oh, yes, girl, I see the vision. I, I, I too enjoy your decision making here. You are that girl. You thrive off of that, which is why you're fucking sharing, sharing it with right. us. And that's okay. You chose to share some odd shit with us. And we said, that's odd. <laughs> and now you're talking about seeking validation. Like, girl, stand oh, up in that. Lord. Or let Jody stand up in it, since I guess he is. But don't be talking to... I just, I can't. Right. Like, you could have just not done this. Yeah. And it would have been a complete non-issue not a story. Wouldn't have been thousands or hundreds or however many people commenting on the situation and your pussy and his technique or whatever else. If you had simply left us out. Just kept it. What's yeah. wrong with leaving? I, I leave the internet out of 99.8% of the things that I say. I'm talking about. <laughs> so why on earth? <laughs> like, maybe you should ask yourself why you posted that video or I don't remember which one of them posted it, but clearly you were fine with it. So maybe y'all should ask yourselves why y'all felt like that needed to be shared with the entire worldwide goddamn web in the first know. place. Yeah. Maybe you should ask yourself why you give a shit. Why are you going live with your surgeon on Instagram? Mm, why, yeah. why, why are you doing the things that you're doing? You don't get to decide that you want to be a social media influencer and share your life with people and then be like, how dare y'all have an opinion on the things I choose to share with you? It doesn't make sense. I don't get that. When the the option to just not is right there. You act like we full kung fu kicked your front door open and came into your house as Tyrese was shaving Bush and then like <laughs> offered critique and, and criticism. <laughs> right. I didn't even know who you were before this story. At all. I'm glad to not know nothing about this. I've seen <laughs> Baby Boy. Please. I've I've heard um the Coca-Cola commercial. Yes. Yep. So but <laughs> All right. Um Did you know that Nene Leaks has Nope. a nightclub? I did not know that. <laughs> Well, it's called. Is, does the, she really? Or are you yes. being funny? No, she really does. <laughs> it's Atlanta. Of course, she has a fucking club. She's Is this like when she tried to start a show called The Read? <laughs> I think this is. I think this is where she tried to start a show called The Read. <sighs> um. Anyway, she's got a spot called the Lenithia Lounge, and girl, get that old lady shit out of here. This? Apparently, I've never heard was, of this. I don't like. No, I think when I read about this today, it felt like the first time I've heard about it. But she like announced it last year at some point. I don't pay attention to Nini. The past in the past week, I think um, she posted like, "Hey, girls, the Lanithia Lounge is now available for private events. Send your info to this Gmail." Um. And yeah, I don't even know what part of Atlanta it's in. Uh, shit, I'm assuming it's in Atlanta. Uh, but um, when I first right. heard about this, I was like, I hope it's just, why would not just call it Lanethia or the, the Lanethia, right? Um, and apparently that's what it, that's at least what the fucking sign says outside of the spot, the Lanethia. 
But I guess it's one of those things where it's like it says that, but then you look it up on Maps or Google. It's actually called yeah. the Lanithia Bar and Lounge Grill or something like that. Um, I just don't like the name. It's zero creativity. I do. I kind of in, I'm into it. Mm-mm. Because I, like, I mean, Lanithia don't make me that name don't make me want to go party or smoke hookah or whatever y'all doing in there. The thing about it is, is it sounds really five star to me. What? Like if I didn't know if I didn't know who Lanithia Leaks was, <laughs> and someone was like, "Oh, we're going to the Lanithia for brunch," I would be like, "Oh, girl, that sounds like some place that has like they serve duck pate, oh, like the Four Seasons, and okay. some shit with like capers and like a a uh-huh. lemon wedge." Not when, to act to my capers are fancy. I hate them, actually. When in reality, the Lanethia probably serves gizzards. And, like, fried hard. Fried, of course. And Is there any other way? Scrimps. Not deveined. <laughs> not deveined. Gross. Not deveined. You just gotta... It's a little gritty in your mouth. You're right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a little gritty shit in your mouth. Why do you listen to this podcast? They bored, child. They ain't got nothing else to do. But yeah, I mean, I guess I can see that. But knowing who Nini is ruins yeah, it the does. name for me. It really does. Like, Old Lady Gang is a better name to me. <laughs> it really is. And it's not great either. But the Lanini it really grill. is not. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not. The Lanithia Lounge just sounds like it's for senior citizens. It really does. And I mean, if you look at the picture that I'm looking at and this fucking furniture that they have outside the front of this, <sighs> it is giving it. your 57-year-old auntie that parties at the 18 and up. It's exactly. First of all, this is in Duluth. All but right. also has corns. <laughs> Case closed. I don't even look. I'm not looking at nothing else. There's nothing else to talk about. Like, there you are. <laughs> I saw Duluth, Georgia, and said, nope. It's, <laughs> it is th- for the 80s then. It's not in downtown Atlanta for All the way reason. through. It's for the 80s of the aunties of all ages and the gays. Also of I all mean, ages. That includes us. <laughs> so. So we should go. When we're in Atlanta next. Never. Never. <laughs> I'm not finna be in Duluth that later night. Um, and I mean like the Lanethia. <laughs> the like, Lanethia, that's like the name of a signature drink you have at your lounge that is called something else. You know niggas are call are going to call it the Nini anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. They was gonna call it Nini's Lounge regardless. So I would give it. What you finna do tonight, girl? I guess we're gonna go to the Nini and have a couple of drinks. <laughs> like everybody's going to call it the Nini. Um, but you know, good luck, madam. Unfortunate that she's no longer, I guess, seeing it for Bravo, and Bravo feels the same. I don't know, cause she could have, like, they could have been the nigga Vanderpump Rules, and I mean, sign. Me. Now that would be uh, interesting. I would want to see a reality show of the people who work at the Lenini. Sign me up. Exactly. Exactly. Because but the, Nini herself, you can keep. I feel like the bump on Nini has always been like, oh girl, we don't care. You <laughs> so, so like, well, a lot of people do. She has a lot of fans. I'm just not one of them. I could say the same thing about Lisa Vanderpump. I don't give a fuck about her goddamn 
13 two ounce dogs in her foot. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, she pops up every now and then to remind us that her husband is still, he still has a pulse and they're still rich and like she owns the place. But like, the show was so wrapped up in the drama of all of these like completely right. delusional, young, entitled white people. Yeah. I will absolutely, or would absolutely watch the same for Nini and whatever niggas that she hires to, to work in this place in Atlanta. Yeah. Through and through. Yeah. Now, I don't think Bravo sees it. Andy probably doesn't see it and should probably take uh-uh. this to Zeus or someone else to run it into the ground. But for the record, um, Andy, I would have absolutely watched nigga Vanderpump Rules. There, there you have it. Mm, take it to IGTV and Oof, call it that. a day. Do <laughs> I'm just like, or you know, don't do it at all. Oh, and because I don't know, like it would really have to be focused on the employees because I don't see the aunties agreeing Period. to be on Nini's Instagram when Period. they can't nobody talk about the fucking customer. Okay, they put on their bootcut jeans for a fun night out with the girls. Hire and they are not trying to be part of your Instagram. Hire all of the twenty six year old girls and gays and drag queens that you have to offer, and and yes, completely focus on all of them and their drama and their fights. And then every now and then, you know, Nini can show us whatever sarong she just fake designed or whatever, and then we can move on. Like, I'm saying that that is like a brilliant show idea and possibility. And especially since Nini has said more than once that Lisa Vanderpump, like, stole a property off of Sunset Boulevard from her. Or so, did you ever hear about that? Yes. No. Nene says that she was looking for like a space to open a, a spot in LA and she asked Lisa Vanderpump for help and Lisa was like, no, don't go there girl. It's a gar- it's a dump. It's trash. It's awful. Don't. I wouldn't be caught dead there. And then as soon as Nene turned her back, Lisa bought the place wow. <laughs> and turned it into a TV show. So... I could fully see mm. Nini doing something like this at the Nini, um, but we'll see how that works out for them. I mean, I don't put nothing past a white woman, so it is very possible Damn. that that happened. It's just hard for me to imagine Nini and Lisa Vanderpump having the same budget for a space. They wouldn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm really just <laughs> so confused, I guess, that the two of them were even sitting around having... A business-related conversation, but I guess that housewife sisterhood is like a real thing. Oh yeah, no girls get together and Bravo's gonna shove them into each other's faces for the upfronts or whatever fucking shit that they have to do. Yeah, just off of it, you know what I mean? And they likely and also Nene has given me for a while like I'm over you broke black Atlanta bitches anyway, and I don't know why I'm not on Beverly Hills. Like she always kind of has given me like you ratchet ghetto negresses from Atlanta like I am actually Paris Hilton but you are I mean but that's the thing like you actually are one of them yeah I just don't know that she knows that I think that (laughs) I think Bravo had to remind her yeah, she probably thinks she's the Lisa Vanderpump of Atlanta. Because she's really Bravo. Candy is probably the Lisa Vanderpump of Atlanta. Lisa Vanderpump's not even the Nene of Beverly Hills. Let's keep it a dollar, bro. Like, oh, that's true. She's rich. about loud and and ready to fight. She's definitely not. She's rich. She's famous, and her spinoff is fun because of everyone <laughs> else, right? If you've watched it and like that kind of shit. 
But as far as like bringing eyes, ears, and commentary to the network, Lisa Vanderpump ain't shit. And I'm I'm not nearly almost even on my worst day in any fan. But I'm calling a spade a spade. So I'm so behind on all the franchises. I really don't I have know not what watched any of them are up to no more. Any of them. I haven't watched but this I, season of Atlanta, and it's not because Nini's on not on there. It's because I just am not interested in reality TV outside of Drag Race right now. Yeah, I just have a lot of other things to do and Same. watching Bravo drag out a season with a bunch of fillers and fake fights <laughs> right. is not really and gaslight black women to make them think that they're beasts yeah I'm and good and give y'all a six episode reunion special that could have been two that could have been it out. one with a 30 minute tops after show could have oh, yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. See, you could have just extended it once, aired it once, but see, then you wouldn't be getting them advertising dollars week after week after Down. week. Now, would you? Leave us alone. Yeah, I don't have time for that bullshit. And I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I've missed anything. It's not like niggas are texting me like, bitch, you need to drop whatever you're doing. Fuck Nothing. all that psychology and watch. Bro- like, Nothing. nobody has said that to me. All the shows are back. <laughs> Atlanta just ended. I think they're on reunion. Married to Medicine is mid season. Like all of those shows are are in it, and I'm not watching or caring about any of them shits. And I haven't heard anybody say nothing. Yeah, so, great. Thank and you. And I like Married to Medicine, but I again, do You know, I'm a Heavenly fan. <laughs> See, I'm not a Heavenly fan, but I can admit that Heavenly is excellent television. She's like maybe the best, maybe the best personality on Bravo. There you go. Miami, she's so good, but she's also completely ridiculous and fully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she is excellent TV. Miami so I mean, through. maybe when I have some free time, I'll catch up. But you know, probably not. And Lord, her daughter is probably full grown by now. Oh like, yes, what's her name? Ayana, Alana, Alana. I think Alana. Yeah, Alana was grown then. <laughs> I can only imagine. Alana was reading her mama at three. Like was <laughs> these fashions are disgusting. She was like, "So that's what you're wearing." Shame to know you. That pleather. You going outside? Oh, okay. <laughs> like Alana, aren't you eight? <laughs> and like never stopped. And the gag was like she fully like was like since last time I saw her on the show was like fully transitioning into still being sickening. Like she didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she didn't seem to have like an awkward she period or nothing. Yeah. She was like, nope, still sickening, still in charge, still smart, still getting good grades. Let's talk about you, mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I'm clearly doing fine, so let's focus on the one who needs some help. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's over there. It's, it's not over yeah, here. It's nowhere it's near here. Over there, girl. I'm doing great. <laughs> Makes me think of Blue. Did you see that picture Beyonce posted? Don't get me fucking started. How old are we? I don't know, because Blue Ivy is almost as tall as Beyonce. She's at her shoulders. She's at her like, shoulders in flats. I can't handle this little girl. I can't. Rumi is taller than Sir and looking exactly like Blue and the two of them. I said, ooh, Beyonce really do got Gemini twins. Oh, And girl. I know they be Gemini twinning their asses all over that compound. <laughs> it's funny that One you... One of you niggas ragged, but Blue... It's funny that I you said, even oh, mentioned no. this when you did. Mm. This is why we have a podcast together. Because the next topic was going to be about Kelly Rowland. And how Beyonce and Michelle <gasps> both got to watch her give birth to her new son, her second Oh, boy I love that. They got to watch her give birth on Zoom. Um, 
That's beautiful. And when I was reading about this, all I could think of is like, Kelly Rowland has two children. Mm-hmm. Beyonce has three. Beyonce. 29. And Jay-Z <laughs> have three kids. Like, I remember when these niggas didn't even fucking know each other. Like, yeah. It, we're we're getting up there in age. And there are parents of kids that are damn near as tall as them. And here mm-hmm. I am, still trying to remember how to spell unnecessary. <laughs> it's got two ends. <laughs> Lord knows how many C's there are S's in there. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I didn't hear that Kelly Rowland news. And I really love that, that they were able to... Um, you know, be a part of the day as safely as possible. Like I, right that there is really Zoom. dope. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, uh, <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Uh, that's that's generous. If they've been She's on like the show, the <laughs> right. I did what? <laughs> I don't care. If they've been on the show before, I just say friend of the show. I say the same thing about Jasmine Sullivan. I'm not even sure if she had a good time. Like. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan does not remember this. She doesn't give a fuck about either nigger one of us. And she she doesn't, but you still got invited to hear the new album. That's right. You still got to hear the new album. In fact, that's okay. Her close friend, that is an actual friend, was like, just hear him out. (laughs) (laughs) I believe Antoinette was like, girl, just. I was going to say, Antoinette had to be like. I promise you, it's not going to be, like, super annoying. It's fine. Like, just 20 minutes, girl, in and out. And it'll be, thank you, Ed, girl, if you was looking out. You have to promote anyway. Damn it, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. <clears throat> she has not thought about us since she left the studio oh. that day. <laughs> just like Kelly has it. And that is fine. And the gag is, like, all of our interview, like, all of our guests have been people that we, like, stand. So we never most, forget. Yeah, after Stevie J, we Where, we we made a rule. <laughs> Whereas most of them are just like, who? The what? Oh, what? <laughs> like, right. It was just, you know. Anyway, she said that she, uh, when she gave birth to her second son, Noah, this is Michelle, uh, in February, that she had the whole family on Zoom, including uh, Beyonce, Michelle, Miss Tina, her mother-in-law, um, everybody got to be there and witness her having an entire human being ripped from her body. Mm-hmm. And Fun. then celebrate. God, women are... I just, like... If there aren't any other niggas in your life saying this, ladies, mm-hmm. I see you. And they need to hear it. I appreciate just biologically what you motherfuckers are capable of. Whether you've done it or not. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that your body is set up to do that, truly incredible. And then you're it, and then it just turns on you in all kinds of ways. Your titties ain't the titties they used to be. Your oh, hips no. ain't the hips they used to be. To everything, everything is just different. You have to just And you don't even like, feel right for like two years afterwards. You're like, when am I gonna feel like I'm in my body again? Because I feel like I was. I just still feel like a vessel for this other nigga. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shout looking at myself everybody. in the mirror, saying, 
Whomst. All of you who have given birth. Whomst is this? True superstars. And you do it multiple times and call it a joy each and every moment. Just but shout out to who, y'all. Like seven times out of ten, I'm going to say don't deserve. Y'all really the MVPs I was watching, of society. Was it 90 Day Fiance or something? I don't know. I was watching something like yesterday or today. And it had another woman in a relationship saying, we're pregnant. And I was like, no, you're not, Helen. (laughs) (laughs) You are pregnant. You, the one with the uterus. You're pregnant. That nigga helped. (laughs) Like, I don't. He helped in a not insignificant way. But, you know, I don't. I can't imagine feeling so close to somebody with a dick that I would say we are pregnant. I just can't imagine how, why having that kind of connection with somebody who has a dick. Like if you were, but, you know, whatever works for y'all. If you're like a wholesome lesbian couple, we are pregnant. And let me tell you something. I'll make you a pin to put on your lapel. Do you understand me? Because I support that and I understand where it comes from. Yeah. This is bias against men that we have here. We're not we're not ashamed of that. But this nigga that's probably still not going to get off of his feet while you trying to breastfeed and <laughs> cook and go to school and whatever the fuck else. Girl, please. But good for her. Yes. You know, and glad, glad that technology came through during this pandemic so that you could give birth safely. Because, I mean, honestly, giving birth is already terrifying. But during a fucking pandemic... Woo. I'm always like, when you're like pregnant with your first kid, how terrifying that. Because it doesn't matter how many people you've seen have babies and be pregnant and whatever else. I'm thinking like it, when it's first happened to you, has mm-hmm. to be one of the fucking weirdest things that you can go through. You're yeah. growing a person. Right. And you have to just wait. (laughs) (laughs) And hope for the best. And hope for the best. And then and then have the removed in the most agonizing methods possible. It's just like when you've done it like a couple of times, then I'm sure it's like, yeah, I know what to expect, blah, blah, blah. Like I remember like when my mother talks about having kids, and she was like, when she had her when like when she first gave birth, how she was like kind of like scared and like nervous she was afraid to like be loud and like really express how like agonizing it was how much pain she was in how (laughs) nerve she just kind of wanted she was timid and like didn't want to do too much oh and then when she had the rest of my siblings she said that (laughs) she was calling for god like she was at the gate period she didn't give a fuck with nobody in a scrub in a white coat in a stethoscope she didn't give a fuck with nobody (laughs) so because like i am literally doing one of the most primal and natural things that a human body can do i don't give a fuck what you think about like me and and my demeanor while giving birth. I don't give a shit. Are you kidding? Y'all lucky I don't blow everybody fucking head off in this. It's like, think of your favorite person or like the person that you are most inspired. Sad that I thought about Beyonce. Same. Same. That's exactly where I went. Great example. (laughs) All of the things that this (laughs) Creole woman has done. She also was the size of like a chickpea at once and had to be mm-hmm. removed. 
from Tina. Yep. She did. Like that is a that is you could be carrying a Beyonce in you that has to be removed. They have to take it out. And yeah. so I just can't imagine that with all, without also being like, God damn, women are superheroes. Yeah. You could be carrying a Beyonce. You might also be carrying a Tory Lanez. I mean, unless you're not, you know, unless you like are a horrible woman and terrible mother or in, like Mama June or whatever. A lot of y'all ain't shit. But like in general, wow, what a thing to do to your body. And if yeah. Shout out to those who have given birth for real. Speaking of, Summer Walker says she's done with men, girl. On her Galactahore Instagram. Okay. She posted on her stories, where the bitches at? With a rainbow emoji. And then she said, I never want to see another eggplant emoji again. I'm scarred for life. Laughing emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Laughing because that is a joke. Right. <laughs> you will be right back. But in the meantime, there is a dyke who will take care of you and your kids. She's just a ratchet weirdo that I enjoy. And, um... You know, the thing about Summer Walker is I really have to keep it to the music. Like, really, really do. I can't follow her on no social. I don't. But I, find I can't her fun. keep track of anything she is saying or doing on social media because she will absolutely wreck it. But some of those songs are just good. She's like, like I love her music. She is talented. And so she is one of the ones that it's kind of like Cardi B, who I can follow on Instagram, but not Twitter. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> See, I'd rather follow Cardi on Twitter, to be honest. No, you wouldn't. Because she spends a surprising amount of her day arguing with people who said something about her (laughs) or hating or whatever. And it's just like, I get it. But also, at what point are you going to realize that you are so far above these niggas that, like, (laughs) it just literally don't matter? Like, I don't really... She hasn't? I can't be... I can't watch too many, too much of that firsthand. Like I need my celebrities to know that they're celebrities. She's she is she's been famous for a while, and I would say, you know, adjusted to a lot of it. But she, yeah, is not that far from the Bronx. You know, like she's she's it hasn't been that long. You know, right? Um, But at the same time, I just feel like you know, (laughs) like I think that. As far as Cardi is concerned, I was probably judging her Twitter based off of the times that she says something funny and biting in response to like Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro. See, and those are the great times. (laughs) Those are the great times. Yeah. (laughs) And then she'd be like, somebody is mad because they think her new purple shoe is ugly and she will spend the next three hours arguing and retweeting the carbs. And it's just like that. Like that, I do not need. Although I understand, like the urge to defend yourself, like I obviously get that. I just don't know when Cardi is gonna be like, "Bitch, I am like <laughs> literally too good for this." Any way you fucking slice it, like I have so much more to my life than what you think about X Y Z project that I'm doing. But you know, maybe she will not get there. Yeah, summer like. I mean, she's got a cupcake tattooed on her sternum. So I just feel like she, she? grew up listening to like them franchise boys, but also, <laughs> <laughs> also like my chemical romance. And I'm okay. fine with that. Also, this is not a story. <coughs> it isn't. Like, I know that 
Uh, lots of the many things that celebrities put on their Instagram accounts are easily turned into a headline because it's like a celebrity saying these things. Um, but Summer Walker shares a lot. Some would say she overshares. And um, we all know that she's like been in an on-again, off-again relationship with her producer, baby father. Um, and this is a sentiment that Many of y'all have posted on your fucking social media when you're tired of the niggas in your lives. When the niggas in your lives get on your nerves, yep. I've seen many of y'all say where the bitch was at. Hell, I say it plenty of times. And you and might we as know well you don't mean that. You might as well assume <laughs> I have a restraining order on every pussy alive because I don't want them anywhere near me. So you and Summer Walker mean that the exact same amount. Yes, we do. <laughs> Both of y'all are never leaving dick alone. So, girl, write a song about it <laughs> and right. put it up on the DSP so I can hear it. Thanks. We're excited for the playlist or whatever y'all are doing now that's not an album. Right. <laughs> EPs do, and APs and I OPs don't know what any of them are. All the mixtapes and all that shit. And I I'm don't not know mad. What you know, just whatever the music is, that's fine. Young Thug has 23 bodies of music and he released his debut album like last year. Are you kidding? No. I am not. I am not. Because these niggas put out 18 mixtapes over the span of six years. And then their label's like, we're dropping your debut album. The debut of what? (laughs) The debut of The debut of of the legal status of an album. (laughs) Like, it has to be some some technicality. And I used to know what it was. Right. And I I feel like I don't know anymore but um this is what a grammy be like shada is you the don't best really <laughs> what? i mean that's the thing you like you also don't really need albums in order to have successful music there career either like you can especially with the internet like i feel like this is mainly an internet phenomenon where the kids are just putting shit out and touring live from the very beginning which is where you make most of your money anyway doing shows and so if you're doing that and you got a decent buzz online at the same time you can live hood rich (laughs) better than everybody else you ever fucking knew and like you know an album can just be a thing where you start really picking up some buzz and then big labels start listening and start throwing money at you and then it's like like maybe then you do it but you don't have to be successful in the industry like by going the traditional route no more. So if y'all niggas are putting out 38 bodies of work and two of them are albums, that's fine. (laughs) Like her, her is so good. And I think her has one album. I think so. So all right then. I still don't know what she look like. (laughs) I'm joking. I do now because she has finally started pushing that hair back from her face. But I mean, she is so talented talented that she makes me want to listen to, to love songs. (laughs) Right? Which is a true miracle because I never want to hear romantic music. You start Ugh. singing about your nigga and I'm pressing it. And I just want to die. <laughs> like, I don't care, but her is just that good. <laughs> um. So Trey Songs will not be facing charges for the scuffle that he got into with the police during that mm. NFL playoff game. Remember we talked about this where he was at a yes. Kansas City Chiefs game. The Kansas City Chiefs are a football team located in Kansas City and they play sports. You're welcome. So they were doing that. <laughs> Thank you. 
to which Trey Songs was arrested and taken into custody for boxing with the police. They said that the doll was at the game, but he wasn't following the COVID uh, protocols, wearing a mask or whatever. And so the girls wanted him removed. And he said, um, in the words of F.E. White, I'm not going. So they had, you know, Tad and, and Mitch and the rest of the boys come and try and remove him. I don't know. I just thought of white cop names. <laughs> And so he got into a scuffle with them, spent the night in prison, and got on his private jet to go back home. We talked about it. He's apparently not serving any time, facing any charges. Apparently, (coughs) um, due to insufficient evidence, he is getting away scot-free. So, when I read about this, I was like, okay. Like, I was shocked when this happened. I'm not like... A stan. I'm not like a, a, I don't know what he calls his fans. Treble clefs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the, <laughs> the yups. The mar- I don't know what, mar- what they are. Or, I don't know. Um, but I really assumed that this was going to go incredibly bad. I mean, I was impressed that he wasn't dead immediately. Yeah. Um, but at least must have known who he was. <laughs> No charges because of insufficient evidence. He's a nigga. They're the police. I would expect that to be evidence enough. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset <laughs> that he's drawing breath. I'm just right. surprised, confused. I, You know, I'm not. I feel like certain police departments do certain things in order to get Black Lives Matter to shut up. Mm. And I feel like this was a here free pass. See, here go a nigga who did something and everybody saw it and we are going to leave it alone. Same way we'd have left alone if it was some generic white man. You welcome, coloreds. Because we will make the around the way girls and guys famous. Okay. (laughs) And Trey Songz is too famous like that. It would have been a whole bunch of hashtags and Drake posted something in his stories. I think you just, and they were like, we don't want to deal with, we don't want <laughs> artists to be like, I'm boycotting Kansas City. You literally yeah, just no made show. sense of it for me. <laughs> like, I was so good. I was like, he's a witch. There's nothing else. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> no, I legit was like, he is a witch. This is a curse. No. They waited out and they said, let's just let this one go. <laughs> yeah. It's for the best. We just gonna let it go. <laughs> They probably already have so many niggas buried that they were like, oh, he's famous. Right. Like, and, y'all, the amount of shit we get away with, they made up for it that same damn night. And black, they went out and harassed niggas that night. Black <laughs> women love him? Oh, girl. No. Because they'll march. Know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll show up. We don't up. need any more clogging yeah. up the goddamn streets. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. yeah. They, I would not be shocked. Remember that the next time. Yeah, and exactly. And that is the next time Kansas City police do some wild, fucked up shit to a black person, guarantee you somebody is going to bring up this Trey Songs got away with it. So clearly they're not racist thing. It's going to happen. Absolutely. 1000%. So. <laughs> um, all right. So T Pain was in for a bit of a, an awakening when he discovered. <laughs> <laughs> 
story really all week was. long. <laughs> I just love this man. I said, look at Generation X. <laughs> so T-Pain found out like a week ago that Instagram has like a folder for DM requests uh, for, you know, people you don't follow or, you know, just any random nigga in, in the IG space. <laughs> You know, oh, most no. of us regular people would mm-hmm. just be like, oh, yeah, I've known of that feature since the inception of this platform. Um, and I either go in there or I don't for whatever reason. This nigga <coughs> had no idea. And so <laughs> jumped so on funny. TikTok and shared with us where he said, I was today years old when I found out about the request <laughs> folder on Instagram that's full of celebs trying to reach me. I'm talking about Viola Davis. Viola Davis, nigga. <laughs> Nickelodeon, Diplo. It was like, all, I mean, years worth of DMs. <laughs> like, at least two years, he says, worth of blue check marks that are like Go reaching off. out to this nigga trying to work. I love it. <laughs> and his face in the TikTok is legit. Like, he literally, literally looks ashamed of himself. <laughs> like, he looks. Like, yeah. how did I not know about this? Even though he was not the only person that didn't know. I saw Rico Nasty do the same thing after she saw this. She Like, he basically enlightened her. I think Ashanti was also <laughs> like, girl, I also just found out about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I know that it's there. I don't check it, but I know it's back there. Yeah, many of us just don't go in there. But, like... Apparently, this nigga and many others had no idea that it even existed. And it's like, it's placed in a weird way. So, I guess, but he, since. I mean, and I also don't expect T Pain, like, the way T Pain's career has gone, like, the, the up and down trajectory, I just don't see him as being somebody who would have been super heavy on instagram or social media or apps or whatever if those were as prominent during his heyday you know like he came up when he did and and social media was a thing but it wasn't like it is now and you know so it was like yeah i have these accounts just because this is how you keep in touch with fans blah blah blah, whatever but like really investigating that shit of course they don't know they don't know that shit about twitter either i mean but he's pretty like he's pretty um like tapped into because he's like big pretty yeah he's not on bad at it yeah, i just don't T-Pain. i can on i can TikTok. completely see i just completely see how this escaped him like of course yeah I'm not for sure scrolling through every option on instagram and look at like no i'm fucking following my friends liking their pictures and then seeing the message that they send me because they show up right there in with the big red circle and that's that. Oh, and also, my bad. This man is not Generation X. He is younger than At I all. am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I initially thought it was. I was like, oh, you know, he in his late 40s. He don't give a fuck. No, but not no, nearly. That's, don't know why I thought he was older than me. Either, but okay. <laughs> I did a lot of uh, drinking back then. He since has posted video of him in the studio with Jamie Foxx, seemingly working on music. And... um. I'm hoping that this is going to be, you know, T-Pain summer. I'm hoping he's going to have a great year reconnecting with some uh, Hollywood (laughs) peers or whatever. Because I've been a fan. And he also just seems like a decent person. 
<laughs> like, you know, I thought that too until he played R. Kelly during his verses. Well, you had to. And then it. I was like, "All right, you are still a nigga." So um, I think. <laughs> Wait, not I had to ruin. <laughs> I didn't tell that nigga to play R. Kelly. Uh-uh, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, I, he was like, he's also very prominent on Twitch. Like, he's a pretty. Oh, he's gaming? Relevant streamer on Twitch. Yeah, he games. Okay. Um, and you I know, wonder which games he plays. I've seen him, like, on Among Us. I've seen him play, like, Call of Duty and some other stuff. Uh, and I think that he also does, like... Like, I think he works on beats. You know, Twitch is, like, far past games now. Like, just... Oh, I did not know that. Just chatting is one of the bigger categories on the platform. So a lot of people have just created their own online iCarly-ass show, and they just use Twitch to broadcast it. So I think that he also has been, like, I've seen him on there, like, working on beats or producing music or some other mm-hmm. stuff, too. But I watch Twitch, or, I like, I often have it, like, running in the background of stuff while I'm working, because ADD or whatever. But... <laughs> Real. Like, a lot of the biggest, richest... Twitch streamers all like die for the opportunity to collab with T Pain or play Among Us with him or whatever. And I saw a clip just yesterday, I think, of him playing Call of Duty where some people called him nigger because gamers. They do, right. Of course they did. On Call of Duty. And he murked the entirety. Like, I don't, I think it was like one person that maybe said nigger to him. And he was like, I want all of them. And single-handedly destroyed the team that had the racist on it. So I'm a fan. Also Florida, Florida. So I hope that T-Pain has a prosperous year, two, three years ahead of it. Yeah. good. I mean, regardless, that TikTok was fucking adorable. It was his face. And then it was seeing, like, the sheer number of extremely famous people. Who two years ago were like, hey, this is such and such assistant. Would love to connect you. Yep. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just do to doing the whole time trying the background, completely obl- posting and everything. Like, oh, I just, oh, I'm just not responding. <laughs> just. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh, yeah. Good for him, though. Yeah, totally. Fun. And <laughs> I'd like to l- figure out this TikTok thing. It's just... Like, do I need to be John Singleton just to use a goddamn application on my phone? Kind of. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. If you want right. to do, like, the really dramatic involved ones, but a lot of them are just people who have their own unique take on something, like a sound or something that's trending anyway, and so they are... So they get, you know, TikTok popular because of that. But uh, the original creators, the ones that are making brand new shit, yeah, they are doing some incredible things with one iPhone. I'm just talking about, like, even the basics. Like, the most basic TikToks have all of these jumps and cuts and edits and and a score and all of this other shit that I'm just like, how the fuck, like, 
This was painstaking work when I used to make YouTube videos. And now y'all bitches are doing this shit in 30 seconds on your phone and I can't keep up. I don't even know how to add a song, a sound or anything to like, I'm just, fuck y'all. I, yeah, I did this with Snapchat. Snapchat was the first app where I had to go read a fucking how-to guide on the internet. And I've never felt so old. Yeah. In my entire life. But like that was my learning curve. And then Snapchat went and ruined themselves. I don't remember how. And so now everybody is on to something. Oh, right. (laughs) Well, they deserved it. But this TikTok shit, it's like y'all took Snapchat and Vine and Instagram and then said multiply all that by a million. And so I love watching them. Like TikToks are great and it's the only app I have to set a timer for because I will scroll for hours and not realize it. But there is apparently a person. As far as me learning it, I'm probably not going to do that. (laughs) There's apparently a person that pops up on some like Netflix, Hulu. You've been on here for a long ass time, girl. Are you? you Oh, yeah, that happened to me. (laughs) And I said, um... This is the most disrespectful shit I have ever gotten in my like literally TikTok telling me you've been on this app for too long. Was Go person, do something else. Was your person black? I don't think so. I think if they were black, I would have a clear memory of it. And mm. I don't. So they must have been white. Cause someone <laughs> I was in a discussion about this recently with some folks and learned that this is apparently a normal thing for people who spend a lot of time scrolling on and scrolling and swiping on the talk but the black one was like the black person that i was speaking to was like oh yeah the nigga who tells me to get off my phone is black and the white person was like oh yeah mine's white and i was like oh wow. no tiktok segregation <laughs> but maybe no it's tiktok uh Appealing to people <laughs> because they know that you're more likely to listen to somebody who comes from your same race. Exactly. <laughs> it's likely based on who you follow. Because, like, right. I followed two niggas. Let me tell you something. When I followed no one on TikTok, all of my, like, when I would swipe the for you, it was nothing but 15-year-old white kids from, like, San Diego or the Bay. You right. know? Like, nothing I at all could identify with. I followed Gabrielle Union and, like, <gasps> one other black person. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, uh, Shariel or something. Like, I followed Gabrielle Union and, like, <laughs> one other nigga in my phone. Right. And since then, all of the For You videos have been black. <laughs> all of them. I have not I seen a white person Gabrielle on TikTok <laughs> in, like, ages. So that's I follow. Probably. I follow a white girl. Um... Because she does these really funny voices and characters, and I really like what she's done with her TikTok. So I follow that one white girl. And then I follow Gray. Do you know who Gray is? The no, adorable no, little babe. Oh my God. Gray is like the most polite. You didn't see that video of the little boy and his mama keeps handing him food and he's like, Thank you, mama. I have no okay. idea what you're talking about. So I follow them people. And then, of course, I follow Jabria and Lori and the rest of the kids. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> which did you see Jabria's interview no Jabria got interviewed by her local news outlet and she was like everywhere I go people be like oh my god is that Jabria from TikTok oh my god is that Jabria from TikTok yes it's me Jabria <laughs> I was like, 
You better tell your fans. Yes, girl, it's me, sister. I'm running errands like everybody else. Do you want an autograph? You want a selfie? Because I have things to do. Like, she's just too cute. But I, I feel is. like, yeah, you know who Jabria is. She's adorable. But um, I need to... Um, I feel like I, I don't open TikTok very regularly. So I, I usually just watch the videos from the people I subscribe to and then I'm going. But I yeah. need to like... Make an effort to follow more niggas, and I'm definitely gonna follow Gabrielle Union soon as we done mm-hmm. because my for you page is real hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's great, and then sometimes it's just entirely too Caucasian. So I need I to followed that. two niggas, two <laughs> niggas, and my TikTok became beady. <laughs> It sounds like a great TikTok. Oh, and I follow the black people who do the the news voices thing. And I follow, you know, the the black newscasters who be at home and doing like their news voice for regular. <laughs> I do. You're acting older than me right now. <laughs> I do the work that's due. <laughs> And then after that, the inside of my eyelids. Listen. I go make sure that my dog is living and satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you got a full time job now. I understand jobs. Like I don't know any of what the oh, fuck. You, I don't know. You get up and you work all day long. <laughs> what any of you bitches are talking about? <laughs> I don't. I'm trying the best I can. Um. But yeah, I'm not going to learn TikTok. I'm sorry. If I I ever start using it, it'll just be because God says so. I won't be learning it. I really want to just because I'm tired of not knowing how any of these apps work. I used to be so like literate in terms of Mm -hmm. like technological goings on. I used to just be like, oh, yeah, this is how you Photoshop. Oh, yeah, this is how Twitter works. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, I just can't keep up. I have no desire to. And I've tried to make peace with that. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I really want to understand TikTok. And every, it takes no less than three and a half minutes for me to be like, never mind. (laughs) Like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, and I think when you see how involved it is, you might be like, okay, I kind of want to get into TikTok because some of these niggas are really shooting movies. But some of it is very doable for like the average everyday person. Like a lot of it is very doable for most people, like regardless of age or whatever. So if you really want to, then get... (laughs) Like you can... I mean, if you really want to get into it, you should... If y'all are having fun, then that's all that matters. All of this is meaningless. We're all going to be dust one day anyway. That's it for the hot tops. And, um, yeah. Enjoy. Take a break and then come read. God knows what. I mean. <laughs> is waiting on us. We just will see. Yeah. All right, folks, it's time to get into your listener letters. Amen. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Let's dive right in with Anthony, who says, <clears throat> I'm in my mid-20s, and I was raised with my sister by our grandparents. Growing up, there was a lot of tension in our household because my grandparents are white and very religious, and I am gay and biracial. They even kept blackface pottery on display in our home. 
Since I moved out when I was 18, our relationship improved after I learned to draw clear boundaries with them. This was especially true for my grandmother, who I can now acknowledge was an emotionally abusive narcissist. She died from cancer at the end of last year, and my grandfather is now realizing that the house they lived in together legally belonged to her. She made plans for it to be sold. Oof. She made plans for it to be sold when she died, and she didn't tell him. My, <laughs> my grandpa is in denial about this because he does not want to believe the woman he was married to would do something like that. Because I am the oldest person who is named in my grandmother's will, that's right, my mother and uncle are very blatantly left out of it entirely. Some of my family members are asking me to step in and fight a legal battle for my grandpa to keep the house. While I hate that my grandma did this, I don't feel comfortable taking that on, especially because I'm about to start school again next year. For a long time, I resented my grandpa for being passive to a lot of my grandmother's abuse that my sister and I experienced growing up. But I'm trying to not let that affect this current situation. Choosing to not fight this legal battle means my grandpa will probably have to move out of the house, which I know will be distressing for him. But I also know that I really don't want to violate my own boundaries on this matter. Do you have any advice for this situation and how I should communicate my decision to my family? Thanks. And I love you all so much. Anthony. Anthony, what in the knives out fuck is this? This is what happens when you have white relatives, child. <laughs> Woo! That's a lot. Like, not only racist, but they also didn't give a fuck about each other. <laughs> like, grandma owned a house and never told her own husband, like, hey, when I die, this is going to somebody else. So, figure how it you out. Gonna, how you gonna posthumously evict somebody? Like... <laughs> This is some cold-blooded shit when he called his grandma a narcissist. <laughs> like, she really might have been because I mean, he does some where's shit the lie? Like that. Yeah, so um, that's quite a pickle that you're in, Anthony. I can't say that <laughs> I can relate at all. Um, I'm not like a law person. What are they called? Lawyers? They are. Attorneys. Um, I, is there no way that this can, like, be signed off to be someone else? Can you not, like, legally pass this responsibility off to someone else? Well, I mean, the thing is, he doesn't have a legal responsibility anyway. Like, his family is asking him to step in and fight this court battle because he's the oldest person named in the will, but... He doesn't have to. His grandmother said the house is going to be sold so they can just let that happen. And that's right. That. What I'm saying is like, is there no way to go to a lawyer and say like, I have the power to do X, Y, and Z to at least fight. Right. Can somebody else have that? Cause I don't care. Is that not possible? <laughs> well, any Lawyers of the them. Chance, so, so also not a lawyer, but from my understanding, anybody can say something about it. It's just the fact that he's named in the will means that it might have more of a weight behind it than the rest of them saying something. So I think any one of them can. It's just that they asking him to because of this status that he has. Listen, I've only like seen my cousin Benny and some Law and Order. So um, <laughs> we only know what Dick Wolf knows about the law. <laughs> um, I would say, though, that Okay, 
honestly, knowing myself, I'm such a pushover, especially with family, that I would likely go through the subterfuge and like fucking stress and anxiety of, you know, trying to fix this whole evil epilogue that my, my grandmother created. Right. Um, but for someone that is not me, who is trying to, um, you know, keep their boundaries set and sturdy and so on. Yeah. I think that I would do one of two things. One, I would try and see if there's any way that someone else can do this legally and, you know, wish them the best. Or I would just communicate to my family that I personally don't give a fuck about what they're talking about or the fact that I'm the old sincerely like or that I, I, I don't really care that I'm in the will. It's not my fault or responsibility to correct the nonsensical decisions of my fucking selfish, narcissistic, racist granny. That's right. also dead and has the like privilege of not having to be in the midst of any of this bullshit that y'all are now pushing on to me. I wish you all the best in your legal uh, endeavors, mm-hmm. but for the sake of my own sanity, I'm going to just go ahead and stay out of this one. It's far too complicated and far too toxic and I have nothing to do with it for me to ha- <laughs> now have to like, sit here and and like deal with it why should i the grand baby be the (laughs) one to go to war for this house that y'all niggas have had since god knows when like you know maybe before you were even here i shouldn't be the one who has to like fix the mistakes or the weird decisions of my dead grandmother it's not fair it's not healthy it doesn't make any sense and honestly if none of y'all niggas can go ahead and fix this for granddad then i think y'all are just gonna have to probably sit in the fact that that lady made some really horrible decisions and now you're feeling the effects of it Right. I think like that's a huge part of it that you can't really discount. Like fighting for your grandfather is also in a way like being the fixer for your grandmother's decisions. And given your feelings about your grandmother, I can completely understand why you don't want to step into that role. Why would you? (laughs) Right. And also your feelings about your grandfather, like you said, you have felt a way about the fact that he sat back and let her do this abusive shit to you. And you say you try not to let that affect the situation, but I really don't see how it can. Right. Like your feelings about that affect the way you feel about your grandfather. And so it just naturally has an effect on the situation. I'm sure it has an effect on your boundaries in the first place. And like we can play a tiny violin or or a regular size violin if you want us to, but like it didn't sound to me like your grandfather's gonna be homeless. It sounded more so like that nigga's gonna have to move, yeah, and will no longer be in the house mm-hmm. that he's likely lived in for God knows how long. And it's not to say that that it, you know is you know like that means nothing that's or that's not irrelevant the the <laughs> like yeah like that's still 
in matters. And I can see how that would be something that would be really emotional and tough. But if ultimately him not getting his way on, or the family not getting their way on this situation means that he's just going to move into some other house. Right. And have to like, I don't know, hire a decorator or something or get his grandkids to bring in the furniture. Like, I'm sorry. I, I don't see it. Especially if you grew up, you know, walking around this fucking house and having to look at Sambo action figures. Like you might want the house gone too. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, I would definitely, I think what I would do and then my advice for you are two different things. (laughs) Um, Slightly different, but what I think you should do is um, if you feel ready to talk to your grandfather about your feelings about him, I think you should do that. But I also think that if you decide to help your family, you need to be very clear with yourself about what you're willing to do and what you're not and not be willing to budge from that at all. So if that's like, I'm not going to fight for him, but I will, you know, sign whatever petition y'all have, you know, but I'm not hiring a lawyer and I'm not arguing on behalf of it or nothing like that. Like if you feel like that's a fair compromise, cause that's something you want to do for your grandfather so that he doesn't have to move then fine. I just think wherever you draw the line, make sure you're not going to cross it. And if your heart of hearts is like, I don't want to be involved at all, then just say that. Because what can any of them do about it? Not a goddamn thing. And you're talking about white people on top of that. So like, I double don't care. (laughs) I would, you know, the amount of glee I would take in being able to sit down in front of a whole family full of white people and be like, pack your goddamn things. (laughs) You and your gollywogs. <laughs> you have any idea? I would pay money to have that experience. Throw those gollywogs in a box and get the <laughs> fuck out. They like, got framed pictures of Angel Mama in the fucking bathroom right. and shit. The get out house, girl, it's on the goddamn market. If I okay. were you, I would go down to Penny's and catch on to that red apple sale and get you some <laughs> luggage because it's time to pack up, bitch. You and Mr. Popo. <laughs> get up. <laughs> you know who always got a sale going on no matter what day it is? Macy's. I suggest you carry your ass on down to 34th Street and see what's going on over there because like, no, like, but see, that's why I said my advice for you and what I would do are different things. But regardless, I think you need to be very clear with yourself about what you're willing to do uh, and don't betray whatever decision you make or whatever promise you make to yourself. And yeah. Best of luck from there. Uh, let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes from Marquise, who says, Hey, Chris and Kifuri, I'm a straight black man, and I've been with my current girlfriend for three years. Of course you are. Your name's Marquise. <laughs> um, and I just found out she lied to me about her age. I was 23 when we met, and she said she was a 21-year-old junior when really she was an 18-year-old freshman. She left a horrible situation back in her home state to get away from her parents and start over fresh. But for me, the thought of messing with somebody that much younger than me grosses me out. The fact that she was fresh out of high school grosses me out even more. (laughs) With all that said, the past three years have been the best of my life. College put me into a very deep depression and she has brought me so much peace from the moment she stepped into my life. 
My anxiety huh. completely disappears when I'm around her and everything else she has told me about herself is true besides her age. The age difference is still at the back of my mind, though, and it bothers me because every time I think about how when I was 18, she was 13, it grosses me out. Should I leave her or should I wait? Should I leave her with her? What? Yeah. Don't know what that type I was supposed to say, bro. Sorry. Um, but or should I dump her because I had intentions on proposing to her later this mm. year on her birthday. But now I don't know. Thanks, Marquise. I was going to say maybe he meant break up with her, but then he said dump her. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, should I leave her with her? I don't don't. I, I still don't know what you were trying to say, but it was clearly should I break up with her or not? Um. So, yeah. And now he don't so know what to do. He's five years older than her. He yeah. Right now he's 26 and she's like 21. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. But when they met, he was 23 and she was 18. He didn't know she was that young. Right. I mean, it's so funny because I have a read this week, like a brief one that is like, it like teeters on the edge of this, but this is not nearly as bad. Um, I mean, I feel like if you are happy in your situation and you are being supported and it feels like a healthy relationship, then I guess. <laughs> like, 2126 to me doesn't seem crazy. Yeah, no. Um, I think... And I, I think that I, first of all, completely understand how you start thinking about, oh, my God, you were 13 when I'm 18 and now I'm disgusted. <laughs> because, of course. Right. But like you're not 18 and she's not 13. <laughs> so for and, and the older you get, the less, especially some distance like five years, the less that matters. At 21 and 26, it's past the point of mattering. But <laughs> but my issue is not her age it's the lie. Because niggas who lie about their age, that's usually like there's usually like a very big reason behind that. And the younger you are, the more that it. Well, no, it's a red flag when niggas get old, too, because like, how have you not outgrown that? But I think if you if you understand, you said that she left a really shitty situation back at home. So, you know, if you understand why she lied. And you feel like you can forgive her for that, then okay. If you don't understand why she did it, then I think y'all really need to have that conversation before you just leave her altogether. I don't really think, yeah. for me, it's not about her age. It's about the fact that she lied about something so, like, it's like a basic thing. Like, he mentioned in the letter that, like, it's not the kind of thing that comes up over and over again. Like, you know, you don't really just study your, especially at that age, you're not studying somebody's driver's license or whatever. Like, you right. believe that people are who they say they are. So, yeah, I think y'all really need to to sit down and talk about it if you don't already have that clarity. But it's it's definitely like a red flag. It's definitely something where you like, OK, no, I need to pay attention to this and make sure that I get um, an explanation to this that makes sense. Because if you ask yeah. her about it and she's just like, I mean, the the DMV printed my license wrong. Like, then it's like, OK. <laughs> Yeah. Now, what are we doing here? Like, I've caught you in the lie. I know that it's a lie and you're not willing to cop to it like that. You then you take it into a I need to leave this person situation. But maybe mm -hmm. she has some sort of 
story associated with it that um, would make you say, okay, I understand how you made that decision and I'm able to forgive you for it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the lie is like the flag, not really the age. Um, Yeah. Not in this situation anyway. But I agree that like I would try and figure out where the desire to lie about that came from and then make the decisions uh, from there. But both of y'all are still quite young and God only knows what the fuck makes sense anymore. (laughs) So like, right. Yeah. I think I would approach it just trying to get understanding. And if it doesn't make sense or it feels like a problem, then I think you could decide from there. Uh, But her just simply being 21 while you're 26 to me isn't, you know, that big a deal. If you were 18 and she were 13, then I might be like, hmm, but... Yeah, but you're not. And that's like, I'm so glad you said that because that's the perfect reason for you to not be feeling grossed out when you think about it. Like, if you do think about it, you can just think, and I I also was not dating her when I was 18. Like, yeah, that would have been very fucking weird, but that is not what happened, so... Like, I I wasn't interested in dating 21-year-olds when I was 26. But, like... Yeah, not interested. I <laughs> was always more interested in guys a bit older than me or, like, a little around my age range. Because I think that I've been an old woman since birth. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, I somehow always end up with niggas who are younger than me, but I never seek them out. It just always works out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, um have the conversation, you know, come to whatever understanding that you need to and then make your decision from there. Our last letter comes from Mel who says, "I'm a 40-year-old single mother who's done a lot of self-care including therapy. I've dated off and on for the last 7 years but never had anything serious." At the beginning of this year, I met someone on a dating site and we hit it off. My profile was clear that I was looking for a friendship to lead to something serious and explained my position. (laughs) Blonde. Okay, yes, you already know. Um, Anyway, the last few months have been blissful. My new friend and I have spent almost every weekend together. And yes, we let sex enter the relationship pretty early. Uh I felt like this was going somewhere. And even though we haven't declared that it was a relationship, it felt like something special was brewing. Mm -hmm. Recently, I texted him during the day and said, I miss you. And I got no response for several hours, even though the weekend before we had got pedicures and had dinner and all that together. So, okay. So six hours later, I sent another message that said, oh, you must be busy. And I didn't get an answer for two days. I finally (laughs) sent another message that said, clearly something is wrong. So if something changed for you, let me know. He texted me back immediately and said, let's talk later. That evening, he called and said, I'm rushing him and that I'm acting like we in a relationship, which hit me like a ton of bricks because I thought we wanted the same thing. He says he only wants friendship right now. And then he wants to see if it can grow into something. Whereas I already know I want a relationship with him. I realize that I don't have endless time to waste. So although I really like this dude, do y'all think it's time for me to move on? It's hard since I've dated quite a bit. But am I seeing things clearly or does he have a point? Hope you can help Mel. Wait, how long did Mel say this has been? Um, This man she met at the top of the year. So if they still, this letter is a little old, but if they still messing around, so like it's been five about five months. months at the most. It's probably more like four when she wrote this. 
Yeah. Uh, Melanie. <laughs> I just had a flashback to the game. Um, <laughs> Girl, Melanie. I just. Mel might be Melody. We don't know. That's very true. I'm assuming. Or it could just be Mel. <laughs> like, right. That could be her full first name. Um, I would say date. I'd say, like, you know what I'm saying? Shuffle around the cards yes. in your, your hands and see what else. Maybe you have a draw four in there or something. <laughs> um, Or, you know, draw from the deck and see if you get one. I don't know. I can't figure out an analogy right now. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I think that she That's should just game. expand your uh, options and things of that nature. I also don't... It's not surprising to me. That you are ready and have made your decision by mm-hmm. now, and that and he's he not. has not right, it, not at like, all. Five months doesn't gag me that that's where y'all are at. So, I would say kind of give him a little bit more time. Just enjoy the time that you do have without expectations, and I would uh, simultaneously be looking for other niggas to start dating and meeting. You know, someone on the burner, because this nigga, you might make it into the fall, and he's still like, nah, I don't know, you right. know? And by then, <laughs> by then, you might seriously be like, oh, yeah, I'm good, <laughs> you know? So, right. I would say just continue to date, Can uh, remember that... Um, vaccines and everything aside, we are still in the middle of a Poseidon adventure. Mm-hmm. So... um Oosh. You, dates, outings, innings are not the same. <laughs> so, not. you know, and I honestly think that most of y'all are going to need to go ahead and have the conversation and break up when outside is officially open. And a lot of it is now. And summer is yeah. just a hop, skip, and a sneeze away. So a lot of you bitches are going to need to break up with somebody now. Honestly, yeah. Um, New York and just is, let the streets have them. New York is reopening. I think on the nineteenth, like almost everything will be open to regular capacity. So, feels like a really bad idea, honestly. But yes, something to remember that niggas are about to be really free for the first time in over yeah. a year, and things are going to change. They just are. Just shake hands. you are so stupid i think it's a really good idea for you to date like i think honestly that's the best idea because even though honestly i think most people know if they want to pursue something more serious or exclusive by four months um and so this is his way of saying i don't think i want that with you but i don't want to let you go completely Um, I think which isn't unfair yeah that's not unfair and so I think you need to decide can I have that kind of relationship with him right he's told you what he's down for are you able to withdraw yourself emotionally and add this nigga to the roster and get back on the apps and find somebody else like because he's clearly not trying to be exclusive with you so there is no reason if you keep seeing him for you to be only seeing him like that is exactly the one thing i'm gonna tell you if you continue to talk to this nigga it needs to be after you have gone out on dates with two other people two different people not two dates with one person two dates 
with different niggas. You need to develop a fucking roster. They don't even have to be great dates. <laughs> no. We'll get two more. No, it's just that you're going. I mean, the more yes. you date, the higher percentage of like flops you're going to come across. Yeah. But I just think that like some people find that one motherfucker that they be dating and it's and it often happens you know relatively soon especially if you're in a situation where i don't know you can't leave your house and any semblance of social yep. like connectivity is like you know just in case that's something some of you all, have experienced yes. <laughs> so it's like i think so many of us will get in a situation and get comfortable and really like this person mm-hmm. and then we just tunnel vision like yep. we shut off all other options and we just sort of like commit to like trying to nurture this and see where that goes rather than being like oh yeah this is great i'm really into this but like we're dating not in a relationship we are dating Mm -hmm. so let me go ahead and see what else is out there so i have some options because not only will you have something to fall back on if this isn't working out those other options can also make you appreciate what you do have there even more you know what i mean so don't commit to one thing because it's all gravy and good in the first fucking season that y'all niggas have been hanging out like at all especially if y'all haven't put a name to it and that nigga doesn't seem like he wants to go out date have a good time that way if you know once july gets here august gets here and it's not looking like it makes any sense right. you might have something or someone to fall back on right i mean because them first few months are supposed to be fine like yes that's when yes. niggas' best representatives show up. So, yes. <laughs> yes. so they're supposed like they 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 get you with that yes. nigga. So you still have to be cautious. Um, I think dating, honestly, like I get that your feelings are hurt by this, but this nigga truly like did you a favor by telling you the truth about that. Oh yes, <laughs> really did. Like I hope that one day you come to see it that way because you need you deserve somebody who feels the same way about you. And so if this nigga don't, but you want to keep the dick on reserve or whatever, then you move him to the bottom of the priority list and you start seeing other people. And if that's too much for you, if you know your feelings are too deep or whatever, that's fine. It's nothing wrong with having feelings for people, contrary to popular belief. But if that's how you feel, then you have to tell him, look, sorry, I don't feel the same way. This is not a situation where I can just be casual with you. So best of luck on your journey and you end it and move on to something else because like trying when you feel one way and you know you feel a way but you lying to yourself and him about it and the whole time he treating you casually like he told you he felt about you you only gonna hurt your own feelings it's just like niggas this one's for you like Free game, free game. Niggas, this one is for you. Where I'm here for you today. Because I feel like a lot of these niggas be telling you directly what type of time they're on. And like what goes into your ears and brain is like, cool, so we'll talk about it tomorrow. And you'll feel different. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he did not like, say that. <laughs> no. Like he's being ever so honest with you. And maybe even like respectful in his delivery of his honesty. Yeah. And you take that as he's not being a raging dick. So like, cool, we're going to get my, like, we're going to do what I want. And it's like, (laughs) no. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you. (laughs) Like, 
You still have to what listen to the word sister. Is going on. Like when I was looking for topics today, I came across this story of like, I guess Mona's got the VH1 girls doing like couple like therapy or something oh, like Lord. that. And so Yandy was on there with her nigga, and she they said something about like you know, if the roles were reversed, meaning if Yandy was the one who was locked up and her nigga was the one on the outside, oh, would yeah. he have waited for her essentially? Oh, would no. he have like said and he was like <laughs> he was like he said very matter of factly, like, I don't know what would happen. Like I don't know of how that would not. have happened if I wasn't in it, which is the truth. And it's like I feel like respectful for him to be honest. And obviously, like, that wasn't what she wanted to hear. And she cried. And right. I felt like it was also probably embarrassing for her because this is on TV. When it was like, this nigga was just being truthful. <laughs> like, I don't know like, if I could have done <laughs> you mean, the shit that you did. Like, I supported you and didn't cheat the whole time you was gone? I can't say that I would have done both of those. Would have brought the and kids so to come <laughs> see you. But like... And it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a a wake up call to the nigga that you're with, but it's also like they're being honest with you. Yeah, and I just feel like, girl, if you went down to the Olive Garden and mm-hmm. you were sitting at that motherfucking table, your booth, for twenty plus minutes, and nobody came and asked you if you were hungry, how much longer are you going to stay at the goddamn Olive Garden before you get the fuck up wow. and go and find something to eat somewhere else? You Not give very. Us that word. You better. <laughs> so like. After a while, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm actually really hungry and I enjoy Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. But clearly the Olive Garden ain't got shit for me today. So right. let me go and punch it on over down to Outback Steakhouse. Fud Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going somewhere else because Olive Garden, I'm going to fucking Texas Roadhouse because Olive Garden don't know how to act today. <laughs> Some other Darden restaurant across the fucking country. That, like <laughs> One of them Taco Bell cantinas. Right. That <laughs> has somewhere nice. <laughs> yeah. And so, I'm having a margarita with my Chipotle because this nigga clearly don't know how to act. Like, he's just not, he's not going to give you what you want or need right now. So you decide what you're cool with. But please, like, focus on yourself and your feelings. Don't think about the potential of the relationship because he is not giving you nothing for you to be building that kind of vision on. He's telling you don't all. plan nothing between me and you. Girl. So what are you over here picturing, sister? No. Other than some other dick. It need to be some other dick and comparing Nobody this is. dick to other dicks. <laughs> Nobody is. Mm-mm. Like, girl, you could be sitting up waiting for like a promotion at work or something. It's not promised. You could be the most qualified motherfucker for a promotion. It's not promised that you're going to fucking get it. They really might not. But you got to go to work. They really you don't have not. to be with this nigga. <laughs> like... So, yeah, I would start surveying options because best believe he is <laughs> right. Definitely would. Um, but no matter what, tell the truth to yourself, even if you don't tell it to nobody oh, else. Please, yes, please tell the truth to if yourself. That is the only bitch you tell the truth. <laughs> please, if if it's only one bitch, then let it be yourself. Because um, you know who knows the truth. <laughs> Your spirit. I'm, I'm not gonna be a televangelist. <laughs> You, yeah, tell the truth to yourself and please take care of yourself. Prioritize yourself and your feelings because that is exactly what that nigga is doing. So. 1,000%. Woo! That wraps up this, uh, almost said this week's episode. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's Great. the letters, girl. 
Thank you so much for listening to the episode of the read. Read at gmail.com, nigga. Okay, folks, it's time for us to finish our show today with the read. And I will let you go for it. Okay, well, um, uh, mine is actually genuinely short and sweet this week. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma chose to embarrass me once again by signing a new legislation into law um, in the past week or so that basically protects anybody who is behind the wheel and chooses to run over protesters. What? So, yes, the bill says that motor vehicle operators who unintentionally cause injury or death to an individual shall not Uh be criminally or civilly liable for the injury or death if Uh this if it occurred while the motor motor vehicle operator was fleeing from a riot or if the operator exercised due care at the time of death or injury. I'm sorry. And not or. But um, first of all. This bill propped up or came up as like an issue in the first fucking place because, because of course, this very thing happened just last year where um, somebody claimed to be like afraid because Black Lives Matter protesters were in the street and chose to run some people over and paralyze somebody who like fell off the fucking overpass. Like, so of course now... When Oklahoma sees that this is a thing, they don't make things worse for those of you who decide that the way to that the way to escape people protesting in the street, not rioting, protesting in the street is to run them over instead of just sitting there and waiting until they're out of the fucking way. These are still human fucking beings these are people with lives you're not that scared and i know it because people are not showing up and like pelting your fucking car with rocks or whatever you saw a pack of colored people mostly and panicked off the strength of it being that many niggas in one spot you felt threatened because you saw black skin and you decided to start hitting people just running people the fuck over and this state says well if you do that and you know we're gonna say you did it unintentionally you know if you unintentionally did it if you were fleeing a riot like that's the important caveat here it's not anybody who happens to run over a pedestrian it's if these people were protesting yeah then we will make sure you get away with it yeah what does that say to people other than go mow them niggas down nothing it could be five black people in the street and they can say, oh, I thought it was a Black Lives Matter. And so I chumped the curb. Like. It's the most like Birdman hand rub for white racists. I just. And of course, it was like, you know, this is just. It's not a peaceful protest if you're impeding other people's freedom. And that man was afraid of those niggers in there. And like, first of all, that's not what that means. Peaceful means that we're not threatening your health or safety. (laughs) The fact that you cannot freely move is the whole point of a peaceful protest. It has to be disruptive. Otherwise, nobody cares. That's the point of a goddamn protest. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. You dipshit. 
from? Yeah. A state where people feel that way and where the legislation was like, you know what? And now it is law. <laughs> Shout out to all my niggas still in Oklahoma. Y'all the real MVPs because like, don't get me wrong. Cuomo is gross. Been saying this for a long time. Long. Cuomo's awful. And, and, and now all these allegations and shit. I've I've just been validated completely about it. But like I will take this the 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 white the cracker dumb shit that they put me through up here before I'll take that shit from back there because it is so much more obvious. Like the racism is openly condoned yeah. by the legislation. It's openly condoned by the local politicians. Like it's endorsed. I'm from Florida. That's the we right. both from I'm Lincoln preaching, country. Right. I'm preaching to the I'm preaching to the choir. Like that's why I just Lynch and country. I truly, I mean, honestly, I could not handle it no more. And every time I talk to anybody who is still back home, I'm just like, how are you dealing with them white people? And they like, girl, less and less every day. Less yeah. and less every goddamn day. If you really want to talk about <laughs> like yeah. even they have like patience that is wearing thin with this bullshit and how can it not we're literally saying hey if you saw black people and got scared you can get away with running them yeah. the fuck over yeah 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 you can do that yeah you saw black people who were walking down the street and you didn't recognize them as being part of your neighborhood and you felt threatened thought maybe they were gonna riot outside your house like, you can't tell me that white people are not going to use this to get away with killing niggas just because they fucking felt like That's it. That's why it was created. That was the whole... <sighs> exactly. Like, and, espe- it. and especially, it is meant to discourage people from taking part in their civil fucking right. You have the percent. right to organize. You can do... Fully. like mm-hmm. This is literally your right as a citizen. And they are saying, yeah, but if you do it and... And some random cracker gets scared and you die, then that's your bad. It's in the same fucking piece of document that they always <sighs> reference when they're like, well, why do I have to wear a mask down to the goddamn like, Kroger? It, I can't come into the because Kroger Because Kroger is a private company mine. and they can make their own goddamn rules. Next question. Well, why Same way I you can on your private the... property, stupid bitch, because it's not yours. You make the rules at your house. Well, I've gone to the same guitar center for the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> but in Oklahoma, you don't even really have to argue because most people are on your side any goddamn way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's them pesky uh, nigger lives matter people that's been popping up lately that's getting under your goddamn jaw. You've been doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Child. Well, I don't I'm understand done. why I, just, I can't just maybe possibly if I see Because fuck some... you. Because fuck you. How about that, bitch? Because fuck you. Because you don't hear that enough. Because everywhere you go, the things you do, the people you encounter, niggas, motherfuckers are on your fucking side. Yeah. They know good and goddamn well that other people don't get to live by the same rules. That's the fucking point. T. Yeah, true. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, well, that can actually not be too I mean, that's 
a pretty decent segue into one of the couple of things I want to talk about. First of all, Kamala, let's discuss. I don't want to spend too much time because why? I just want to say, you know, totes get the position you're in, I think. And you have to sort of like cater to all of the Americans, even the evil, really stupid, uh, you know, crustiest of the American population or whatever. But let's not let's not be the first black woman president and say that the United States isn't a racist country. Whoa, whoa. What? Kamala Harris said that? I think this was on Good Morning America. But she said that she doesn't think the U.S. is a racist country, but that we can't, like, ignore the history of racism within it or something like that. Which is like the the, history of racism is still happening right now. There it is. Fuck are you talking about? There it is. The history of racism is why we got this shit going on right now, sister. What the fuck are you talking about? They're literally writing laws. Oh my God. The Lord kept this from me. The fact that I am just now hearing about this. Your read was literally about them, (laughs) like making it legal to run niggas over if they protest. What? Today in the year of God's 2021 after Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, here we are. And they are still making it legal to kill us. Like, watching every single move that we make, all of our advances, and writing and adjusting laws to be like, okay, this is what niggas are doing to, to stay alive and like and possibly be successful, have some semblance of peace in their lives and their existence here. This is how we will now legally shit on that. It's still happening. You're talking about a country that was built. Built by slaves. Woo! Built by free labor, free labor, the fucking foundation that this country was built on has racism embedded in all corners of it. It does because white people wanted after they came over here, commit genocide and, you know, claim that they found this discovered America, whatever, did everything that they possibly could to make sure that they would be the superior race on this country after dragging brown people over here, black people over here, you know? So to sit here and be like, oh no, this isn't a racist country. Why? Why? Because all of the drooling fucking layered crusty chuds of America will likely say shit like, well, goddamn, you got your Negro president and your Negress vice president. What more do you niggers want from us? You've had a colored goddamn secretary of state and you've got your colored goddamn vice president. Like, you already know. Like, this this is the same reason why I still kind of felt numb and like shit after the Derek Choke bitch um, mm. verdict or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like, first of all, that man is still dead. Still a tragedy. <laughs> Right. Secondly, this never should have happened. And this is not going to stop it from happening again. Like, it's not enough to convince me that this is, like, the first step to change. If anything, if I know my white American, this is going to be a situation where, you know, when we're talking about the Micaiah Bryant or, like, whoever else, the next black body in the street, it'll be like, well, God damn, you got 
you dare talk? Even though he wasn't even the only cop on trial. He's not even the right. only cop responsible for that man's death. Right. And that will be enough for white people to be like, well, what more do you want from us? You niggas <sighs> are... You know, so I'm just really having a bump on uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris. I really struggle not to not to call her Kamala. Yeah. Because... No, it's Kamala. <laughs> Miss Marvel's name is pronounced Kamala Khan. No, oh, it's pronounced okay. Kamala Khan. This is what, like, and now you came out of nowhere ruining my fucking comic <laughs> memories. <laughs> Kamala <laughs> Khan. <laughs> like, anyway, I just, like, I know that niggas in office have to do this, like, you know, both sides yeah like oh there are good people everywhere and blah blah blah. no the fuck you don't you fucking don't you don't you don't if stimpy was allowed to be in a motherfucking white house for four goddamn years and basically tell everyone (laughs) with good sense to suck his dick then bitch you can say that the, the the u.s is fucking racist you can. Yeah. They can, but they won't because these are centrist Democrats and that's why they are in office. This Everybody's is very clear about that. This is why Republicans are so successful at just yep. damning us. Because like <laughs> Democrats are always like especially politicians are always bending into a fucking pretzel to please everyone, especially conservatives. Meanwhile, they will basically say all of them bitches can kiss our ass. They want us to all be socialist communists. And like, girl, honestly, why aren't we all burning them at the stake? (laughs) Like, They don't give a fuck about none of the shit that y'all talk about. Even if you're talking about the same thing. Yep. But y'all will literally like, Break your backs, break your spines, trying mm-hmm. to like please them. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why we're it still doing not. it. It does not. It does not. Especially mm-hmm. if black. It just it it doesn't make sense. Um, <sighs> I just want to say this is. I just read a sentence about this story. It is the single most useless sentence I have read, at least in two months. And it is a quote of Kamala Harris that says, well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak the truth about the history of racism in our country and its existence today. How can we do one without the other? No, you know what? I don't even want to be disrespectful, Auntie. I truly don't understand how we can say let's talk about the truth of the history of racism in America and how it manifests today and also say that America isn't racist when that racism is still right here right now. Yes. Like this is what people are talking about when they talk about how frustrating and useless the democratic party is, because it's like, yes, we're happy to have you over Trump, but girl, do you have any idea what a loaf goddamn bar that is? And to say two things that contradict each other in the same sentence, like, yeah, I get you're a politician and that's your job. But this is why people are frustrated, because how can you say America's not racist, but we have to be real about racism? How? You're not being real in a sentence. How are we supposed to do it as a country? It's like I'm sorry. saying I'm like, sorry. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> it's like saying fat, meat and greasy, but there's, damn, there's a lot of grease on it. It don't make sense. It don't. How can it be both? Neither did what I just said. But I'm tired. Exactly. I mean, and it don't have to. That's the brilliant thing. You could literally put together any words 
It don't matter. Fuck order, continuity, sentence structure, subject, verb, agreement, all that shit. Just strew, just string together a bunch of fucking words and it will make as much sense as that sentence did. Which is none. Great start. Loving it. Um, <laughs> next, I just wanted to say that a lot of your favorite, like, um, influential niggas, whether they be in rap or sports or wherever the fuck, a lot of these niggas that are in their mid to late 30s and their 40s that are dating nigga, dating like women that are 22, 3, 4, 5 years old, and then they make these fucking generalized comments on all women out there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Why are we, instead of saying, yeah, this nigga sees me as a 26-year-old dating a 25-year-old. Why are we not asking, what the fuck is it that is causing you yeah. who are leading you as a 47-year-old gentleman to date nothing but women fresh out of Spelman? What are we doing? Because we, because we let men get away with it. As long as they're at least 18, men can get away with it. And, even, and don't let them be like 15 or older. Truly, nobody will give a fuck. You got motherfuckers thinking that, like, the women are just such and such and such and such, 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 such and such. Meanwhile, you're 45, dating somebody at spring break that you likely met at spring break. Right. You know somebody who is two and a half years older than your own daughter. That completely has fucking 22-year-old logic and approach to everything. And you're acting like, oh, well, this is women everywhere. No, it's the women that you choose to date because they're all TikTok influencers under the age of 24. <laughs> you fucking all weird young bitch. girls, right. And their job is to be cute and have their bills taken care of. And that's who you are, old nigga. So the fact that you are talking about dating as if you are dating women who have the same amount of just time spent on earth as you. I'm not even going to talk about maturity because women begin to outmature men at a very early age and it That's doesn't like slow one. down. So I really don't <laughs> like you're not even dating women in their 40s. You're not even dating women within 10 years of you. You dating yeah. women who make more sense as your daughter. You just not going to come and opine to me. Talk about something. No, oh, not. well, such and, and such and with the women and Blah, blah, blah. You can just go ahead and take that shit up on somewhere else because yep. I'm wondering what you're doing here. I mean, I already don't listen to niggas, but don't let you have no 21 year old girlfriend and your ass is a whole pop pop. Last but not least, I'm going to pass a read. Pass the read like we used to. And read this real quick. It comes from Jackie. Now, I want to say that when I read this, I was confused as to why. Um, okay, the subject is this is for my best friend's raggedy ass boyfriend. After I read it, I was like, why is this for your best friend's raggedy ass boyfriend and not for your best friend? So Ooh. you let me know what you think. It says, Okay. Hey, y'all. I was going to, this is Jackie. I was going to submit this as a question, but I realized I didn't actually have anything to ask. So instead, I would like to address. <laughs> I laughed at that too. <laughs> I appreciate that level of clarity. I would like to address my best friend's butterbean looking <gasps> bitch ass boyfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of already on this. Butterbean is so good. Okay, all right. 
for some context, she and this guy have been dating for maybe six months. I don't know. Time isn't real anymore since the quarantine. But they knew each other for a couple of years through work. They didn't initiate anything romantic or sexual while they worked together because her slash their boss is a dickhead and honestly deserves a separate read. Plus, the guy was still involved with his ex. Once he left the job, my friend was extra cautious and waited several more months before allowing their relationship to progress into anything further because this guy has a habit of jumping into new relationships before he's even completely out of his current one, like most Um. niggas. So before they really got serious, the guy ghosted her for several months, and it turns out that he was fucking around with his ex again while he was MIA. Then months later, it's impossible for me to see that without reading Miami International Airport. I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Then months later, he pops back up, and that's when they started working toward a relationship again. Oh, no. Now, this is when I was like, I don't know why this sentence didn't follow with, so I'm really confused, and that's when I started to mind my own business and wish these girls the best. (laughs) anyway love the show like i don't know why <laughs> right now i'm wondering like what else can possibly be said oh no. this was the moment where i decided to leave this shit alone in my mind but it's don't lose more. me daphne what's her name <laughs> delilah who was it it's jackie jackie <laughs> i mean that's not her name but she said to call her that okay my bad um So they're working on a relationship again after the cheating. My friend is a kind soul and will pour way too much into a trash ass man that doesn't deserve her. She helped this man get through severe depression, helped him get back into school and has been helping him out with his classes. Overall, doing way too much for a nigga who's absolute garbage. So my friend is basically a detective. She works for a private and like she works for a private investigator. So she has the skills to find whatever the fuck she wants about anybody with even the smallest bit of information, which is super clutch at times. I like that. She admitted that. So when she noticed that her boyfriend added a random girl on several social media platforms, even going as far as making a TikTok account just to follow the girl, of course she gets suspicious. I was like, girl, Mr. Magoo would be suspicious in these circumstances. (laughs) And that's when I realized I'm old. Because <laughs> like, I mean, that's a joke from the an old reference. Yeah. yeah, that's an old reference. Maybe I barely 50s. know. <laughs> I barely know what that is, just off the sheer popularity of that movie. But I'm just wondering how this is I any of. There was a movie. <laughs> how is this any of our business? <laughs> like, what? Why are I'm waiting? You're I'm not waiting. praying for them, and <laughs> I'm waiting. Right, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. XOXO. She was going to leave it alone, but then then she noticed that he had been communicating with the girl on Snapchat on a regular basis. Typical cheating nigga shit in my book. She decides to confront him, and he immediately starts gaslighting her, telling her that she's stalking him and his social media for something that isn't even that serious, claiming the girl doesn't matter, calling my best friend crazy for going out of her way to figure all of this out. At this point, I'm already ready to let the chopper sing, but it gets worse. One day, she texted the group chat with our other best friend saying, he's cheating on me, guys. He's in a relationship with a girl. Apparently, the girl posted that she's in a relationship with him on Facebook. My friend confronted him about this again, and he played his gaslighting cards, calling her a bitch, crazy, a dumbass, a stalker, etc. Basically using everything but her goddamn given name. So again, I'm now ready to drive five hours on a Wednesday night to go fuck this nigga up because you're not going to talk to my friend like that. Et cetera, et cetera. The fuck? I'm, like, livid. You would think the relationship's over, right? 
wrong. Oh no, you would think that. No, I, I would think that. I would think you that. would think that. <laughs> I think that the email was over, but it is <laughs> wrong. About a week or so later, we're on Zoom having a girls' night, which is cute and sad. That I mean, yeah, had... I mean, and I have been a part of multiple, multiple. <laughs> this is just our life. A Zoom girls' night, yeah. And she's giving us an update about them, saying that the boyfriend used his relationship with this random girl as a test to see if my friend was still obsessively checking his social media, girl, and to see if she was getting better with her trust issues. Bitch, what? She typed that. I didn't say right i'm reading mostly all this that doesn't make any fucking sense this man is over 30 years old why the fuck are we testing people like we're in goddamn middle school honestly i don't believe it was a test you don't really do you think it wasn't wow, are you sis. you don't think so <laughs> amazing revelation sis <laughs> i truly think he's cheating on my best friend the other bitch yeah. was sloppy <laughs> right girl exactly my girl this is why y'all friends we are- And the test ruse was just a way for him to continue to gaslight her and get out of it. I say this because he's now blocked her on all social media so she can't keep up with what he's doing. (laughs) Niggas! Of course, I've been told her to break up with him, but my friend hasn't seen the light. And of course, when it comes to relationships that teeter on the line of emotionally abusive, it's not that easy for the person to walk away. But I will still take every chance I can and remind her that she absolutely needs to leave this nigga. But I say all that to say, fuck you, you funky ass, dusty ass goblin. You better count your fucking blessings while my friend still wastes her time with you. Do you see how that sentence doesn't Mm. make sense? Do you see how that's like not really a... Anyway, you also better hope that we never cross paths because it is absolutely on site. I will fuck you the fuck up. Also, Jackie, get a cousin, get a brother, get an uncle... Please don't get into an alt- <laughs> physical altercation with this man. Please don't. My best friend told me that you're now worried about what we, me and my other friend, our, uh, our other friend, what we think about you because of this. Please know I hate your fucking guts and I hope you never know peace. I hope everything in your life goes to shit. I wish you the absolute fucking worst and everything you do for the rest of your life. You can fucking rot in hell, you raggedy ass <laughs> bitch with all disrespect, Jackie. And then she says how much she likes the show. So... Oh, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate how much you love your friend and support your friend. I, I think understand you need... these feelings. I really, really, really do. I do. I get them. I think you need to support your friend in slashing some tires or... Uh, no, no, don't ever do illegal things. <laughs> you should... <laughs> <laughs> Destruction of property. I mean, Jackie claims she's been telling her friend to leave this nigga and it's going to take, you know, her deciding herself, which not only do I understand, I've been there myself as the friend. Did she say how old they are? She's no, but she said that he is over 30. I don't know how old they are. Okay, so they are definitely in their 20s. So then this makes a lot more sense to me now. (laughs) Because I dealt with this many times in my 20s. I thought you was of my course. age, girl. Okay, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, I understand the feelings here even more. But, like, girl, the thing is, you can tell her to break up with him and lay out all these very good reasons all you want to. What you will learn 
the more you that you do this, is she is going to do whatever she wants to anyway. Period. She has to learn for herself. Period. She is just going to have to touch the stove and find out that it's hot. The thing He's is, she did. have to hurt her feelings. Right. Like, and, and, and that bandaged. is exactly right. Like, and she is still not ready to let him go. And you cannot stop her. You can either support her or not. Mm-hmm. But you can't change her actions. Mm-hmm. So I I completely get the way you feel about this nigga. And I feel the same way about more than one nigga right now today in my big age. So <laughs> trust me that I understand. <laughs> like, you're not wrong for how much you love your friend. But you definitely have to dial back this sense of, like, control over what happens. All you can do is choose to support or not. But getting your feelings wrapped up in like whether she listens to you, that's where you're going to go wrong. Cause that's when you start getting like resentful and angry towards your friend for something, a burden that you was never supposed to pick up in the first place. At all. You're not in charge of what she does. You have to let her do her period. Mm-hmm. And if you can't handle it, then okay, you step back or you do whatever you need to do. But otherwise just be a fucking friend. Yeah. Which sounds like you're doing, an excellent job of to be honest with you because i feel like by now i'd have been like let me tell you something i don't want to hear anything else about jaheem like (laughs) i hate him you know that i do (laughs) i just i'm i'm so solid because this nigga has been poorly cheating on you poorly this was a test to see if you're still on my fucking social media Jade and I have a hit list. This is like the it was a compilation. You remember that? Yeah. This is like that. <laughs> yes. When he was like, I wasn't looking at my ex. It was she just happened to be in a compilation video. Shut okay. up. All right. Shut up. <laughs> now I'm breaking up with you because you think I'm fucking stupid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, niggas. But you can't see. That's the thing. You can't get all wrapped up in her and her nigga and what they doing like. At all. You have to have a healthy distance from this shit. And frankly, I would have tried, I would have taken whatever power available and the fact that that nigga, for whatever reason, cares about what y'all think of him. Because I was kind of. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would tell him to his face. <laughs> um, You really should not worry about what I think about you. You have more important things to focus on. Please don't be worried about Like me. floating don't. underneath the blades of a, a boat. <laughs> yes. Please don't. Because if you're worried about my opinion of you, you're about to be terrorized day and night. So, so if I were you, I would focus on things I can control. Yes, ma'am. And likely only cares about what y'all think of him, not because he gives a fuck about y'all or her, but likely because he knows that y'all are probably on this side of things trying to talk good sense into right. your fucking friend and see him for the nigga that he is. He trying to manipulate y'all. y'all too. Like, oh my God, he care about how we feel, y'all. He not that bad. Bitch, please. You think right. I ain't seen bitch-ass niggas like you before? Right. The way I see through all this shit, sir, if you gave a fuck about my friend, you wouldn't have ghosted her, period. Yes. Period. Period. The fact that she started talking to you again after ghosting is when I, as a friend, would have cut ties like emotionally to the situation. And at that point, I go into I just need to support her and let her know that she's better than this. And she always has us when she finally realizes that this nigga is garbage. But I can't be emotionally invested in it when you doing something knowing that this nigga has violated you. Because at that point, that's your shit to work out. And so all I'm going to do is support you. 
but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not right. But I'm not going to be up at 3 a.m. worrying that you with this nigga. So now I have class and I am asleep. Dude, I'm not charging the Telsa. <laughs> but I prayed for you before I went to bed. And when my D&D expire at 8.30 a.m., I will see whatever you text me. Tes- it's Tesla. It's Tesla. <laughs> whatever. But whatever. We're right. We know what you mean. Anyway, not you didn't ask for our feedback. Wheels. But yeah, like I'm not. But also, I have I had to get to this place in life. I was not always this way. I used to ride out. <sighs> my friend said, let's drive across Oklahoma City to this nigga mama house. Why? <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> what? I didn't ask no stupid question. I'm like, why? <laughs> We're going to harass him, obviously. <laughs> so let's go. Like, I I, I used to be that young person doing young, dumb, stupid shit behind my friends and these niggas. You live and you learn. <laughs> I also, I think I would really, like, zone in on a lot of the information that you gave us here. Some, like, key moments in this email for me were, like, you know... The discussion of how she helps him out with his classes. Stop that. That means she does his homework. <laughs> Stop that. She does his assignments. Let these niggas fall down on their goddamn face and get the fuck back up again. You motherfuckers will leave your own goddamn baby in <laughs> well, the crib and let well, that motherfucker cry his, her, their face off because they need to learn, right? You motherfuckers do this all the time. Like, can't pick up my baby cousins, nieces, nephews, because they need to just learn to cry. You can't spoil them. (laughs) Meanwhile, you're doing this motherfucker's trigonometry homework for him. (laughs) Why the fuck do you think that these niggas act so fucking spoiled and bad? Because they're spoiled and bad. And you allow them to. (laughs) And you enable the worst ones. It'd be the niggas out here who just like finished college and are looking for someone to spoil and respect and like have a healthy life with and cry at the wedding. It'd be them niggas that like... You know, are too good and overlooked and whatever else. You want the motherfuckers that are going to cheat on you in broad daylight on Snapchat, TikTok, (laughs) Bego, Black Planet, MySpace, like everything. The box, everything. I just want want the girls to be free. (laughs) And those are the ones that you're like, I made him a quilt. I did his homework. (laughs) I raised his children, ours and his others, previous to meeting. Um, you know, I healed his mother, his ailing mother. I cured her cancer. Like y'all, even though she called me a stupid bitch for the first six years we were together, I still devoted myself to her health and well-being. And he leaves you for the first pair of pigtails that he sees down on the on the boulevard. And it's like, how did this happen? Oh my goodness, friends, pick me up from my you know disintegrated status. No. Or y'all make his hoes get shows and you don't. I mean, hoes get left too. I mean, right. First of all, these niggas are still niggas and hoes get left too. But also, you're just, you're doing the same thing hoes are doing, except you're getting even less out of it than they are. Nothing. (laughs) You're not even getting gifts. (laughs) They might get like a tennis bracelet and ride around town or something. Like you getting, you getting dick and occasional attention, enough affection to keep you dialed in. That's what you're getting. You're getting homework that's not yours. Hoes are getting this nigga when they feel like dealing with him. 
you mad at her like she give a fuck about your man. Meanwhile, she got three, four other niggas she talking to at the exact same damn time. And losing your man don't mean nothing to her. If you're going to put and up And yet with, you mad. <laughs> if you're going to put up with toxic shit in a relationship of any kind, at least don't do the motherfucker's homework. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I'm certain that your friend has her own work to do, bills to pay, her own shit going on. Absolutely. And she got to do all of that. All that. Plus also like write a, a fucking five page paper on Moby Dick or whatever. Like, I don't. <laughs> Not Moby Dick, nigga. But yeah, like I just, you know, in a lot of ways, the younger generation is a lot smarter than mine was. And I'm happy for them for the progress that they've made and you know, a lot of them are much more vocally feminist and progressive than anybody ever was at my age. And yet. And yet. And yet. And yet. Y'all are so as young yet. and still doing. <laughs> right. It's like, as far as we've come, there's still so much more to do. And isn't that really the lesson for all of us <laughs> at these uh, identity intersections? Oh, as yet took me down. <laughs> isn't it? I mean, like at the exact same damn time these girls are out here being so independent and bold and fearless and not giving a fuck and living their lives and managing their own pussy and not giving a fuck and at the same damn time it's girls in a bonnet on instagram holding the hand of some nigga who done cheated on them and laughing about it with hoes who commenting in the shade room at the like at the exact same she was comfortable she did not feel like getting into hair and makeup for that apology video Uh, you know and honestly it don't even really look like a bonnet and she's a pretty girl but it's not about i'm not i mean i'm talking about her obviously but the point is that it's a whole lot of hers it's a whole lot of girls out here who really at their core believe that they need a nigga in order to be right or good or complete it doesn't no all, matter how much we progress. Like it also girls doesn't still help are indoctrinated with that. That many of these girls are surrounded by other girls that are like, "Where your nigga at?" <laughs> like, like, right? And family that's constantly exactly. asking when they gonna get married and have babies. Like, I get where it comes from. I oh, grew I'm up mom, in that same space, auntie, <laughs> me, ma. Um, so not sure if you've sort of taken. Uh, a survey of the options. Um, and it's garbage out here, girl. <laughs> not particularly interested in copying the same choices of y'all's era. No, no shade, no disrespect. Shade. No shade, no shade. But none not of y'all have marriages that I want for myself. To, like, be in a miserable <laughs> marriage for 60 years. Like you and you and you. And you not trying to have what y'all had no shade because like like black people really up until some point in my lifetime I feel like would celebrate the fact that their mamas and daddies stayed together through it all even though they were fucking miserable and abusive and toxic to your (laughs) black asses in the process you respected the fact that they that divorce was not an option even though they fucking hate each other except for when you come over on thanksgiving because at least in there is honey ham and ribs 
I mean, it's literally my own story. Niggas who should have I mean, divorced many. but was too worried about what other people thought. Yes. It's it's many. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And it's many, many, if not most. If and that's like across racial lines. All people are fucked up, period. Yes. Yes. People are doing shit that doesn't actually serve them every goddamn day. All and women especially. Yep. And black women especially. And yep. so I just I want the girls to be free. I understand that the conditioning standing in their way is fucking tough though. I do. I get that. So I'm I'm extending a lot of empathy for people who are stuck in that situation. I just want you to know that you deserve so much better than that nigga, girl. Like, you just deserve to not have that stress. Even if you buy Assuming. yourself, you don't have the stress of a nigga who is wearing you the fuck out because he refused to do right. Like, you just don't deserve that stress. You might be trash, too. I don't know you. <laughs> you might. But, like, if you can downgrade this nigga to the occasional dick status he belongs to and focus on finding somebody who is actually worth your time. Like, I just want that for y'all. Those of you who want niggas, I want y'all to have niggas who deserve you. That's all I'm saying. And all I'm saying is, if you don't hold niggas accountable, you can't expect them to ever do shit differently. It's just not going to happen. Right. Like, y'all will dance around won't. all of the excuses for a nigga and do say, fix, move, create, build, cook, fuck, whatever the fuck you need to in order to hold on to that shit because, oh my God, you love him. Even though you can maybe think of two and a half things you like about this nigga and dick is two of them. So... <laughs> like, you have to start actually holding niggas accountable for their shit. I mean, you know, and attention to... their mama or whatever he, guardian. He FaceTimed you on your birthday. That no, counts for... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he did not. He FaceTimed you he to ask you. He was supposed to, though. He, he was FaceTimed supposed. you on your birthday to ask you what you were cooking for dinner that night. <sighs> and in the process of speaking to you and reading your facial expression, was okay. able to jog his memory that it's your birthday. Bitch, listen, I don't care. He was supposed to, I'm though. not fucking that nigga. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, I want... Like, I really want y'all... To have the partnerships that you deserve. Studs too. Studs ain't exempt. You niggas are in this as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Like, and honestly, don't get me started on the hashtag dykes. Like, I honestly, don't get me started because we are already way over time and I could go on for another half hour about dykes. So I'm going to just. Let that go exactly where it's at. Best of luck to everybody dealing with niggas right now because shit's rough out there. Amen. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And of course, you can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Um, any announcements from you this week, friend, before we leave? Uh, a happy meal this week which is a couple of things that make me smile. One, I've been playing a lot of new Pokemon Snap, which is just a game where you take pictures of Pokemon. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's like a sequel to the first Pokemon Snap from the Nintendo 64, which was the 90s. Like this is when I was a kid. And I was like, okay. I don't know that I would be interested in that game as a 33-year-old. Like... 
I play games of all kinds, but I was like, just riding around in a buggy and taking pictures of Pokemon, I don't think it's still going to, like, captivate <laughs> me. Wrong, bitch. I have worked, worked, and in between working, I take pictures of Pikachus. Like, that <laughs> fucking <laughs> game has been everything for me recently. And it's not like I don't have a million other things I should be catching Okay, up sounds fun. Also, um, I love Willow Smith's new song featuring Travis Barker. I love the punk rock direction. I think it looks good on her, sounds good on her. So that made me smile. As well as um, Twitter reminding me of when her mom, Jada, was in a metal band and was a rock star herself and sort of reinvigorated my celebrity girl crush for her. Because Jada in Jada on a Different World was like my she was in the era of my first crush when I wasn't okay. sure. I just recognized her as being a, a beauty. I can, I mean, I can understand that, right? Because Jada was extremely fun. <laughs> she was also super tomboyish. And still is. Like, <laughs> like she and was, still has that same big dick energy. So Yes. So that was probably also a factor. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Believe um, me. <laughs> but when she was like rocking out and doing Ozfest and shit and was just like, I was like, mm-hmm. I see it. Ben, you know, I did too. I also saw it. Yeah. Um, and then last, I don't know that I have another one. <laughs> That's it. It is eight minutes from 1 a.m. Yeah. I have eaten a- nothing today. I have Not had even an nothing to eat. I need to get up in seven hours. And this is my existence. And I have to continue to do everything this week with a smile. Amen. On that note, we are going to head on out and we will see you motherfuckers next week.